there? Ask him. Yeah, that's the only hammers I have on there. is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Sponsored by Toyota of Silicaga, Allen Brew Market, Chick-fil-A, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Area Real Estate, Childersburg Primary Care, Movement Mortgage, State Farm Agent Sheila Curtis, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, Silicaga Chamber of Commerce, Harvey's on Noble, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Van Zant Hardware, Swin Print, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Amya, Coosa Valley Recycling, Marble City Pharmacy, District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Silicaga Parks and Recreation, First Bank of Alabama, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner Cindy Pennington, and Coosa Valley MRI. Now, here's color analyst Jacob Bassett and the voice of Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, Blake Bagley. Welcome in to the Federal Football Pre-Game Show on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Jacob Bassett here with me alongside myself, Blake Bagley. Jacob, how's it going this evening? Pretty good. How about you? Man, I'm just glad to be here. And it's a little warmer than it was last, or not warmer, cooler, excuse me. And uh, I'm just ready to play some football, man. Yeah, I woke up this morning and tried to find my jacket. You know, it's been a while since it's been cold, so it was hard Hard to find, but right now it feels good. It's going to be a perfect night for some high school football. Uh, absolutely. I think you jumped the gun a little bit on the jacket there. I don't think it's quite that cold yet. I hate the cold. Well, uh, I'd rather work in the cold just because, I mean, man, the heat, you just it just gets to me, man. I don't know. I just can't deal with it. But it's a beautiful evening for football, Jacob, and I hope we have a matchup as good as we had last weekend. Yeah, talking about hot and cold, uh, we look at the word hot, and the Fayetteville Wolves are right there right now. They're 2-0. We talked about it last night. They're the only undefeated team in Talladega County right now. That they are. I, I was just about to touch on that. You took the words right out of my mouth. But, yeah, exactly. They are 2-0, and and right now, 
they are probably tied for first place in the region, and this is a battle of the first places right now because it, I could be wrong, but Horseshoe Bend is a part of the region, aren't they? Yes, they are. I thought so. So you got two teams which are 1-0 in the region squaring off tonight, and uh, last time these two teams met, it was way over in East Alabama at Lynette High School Field, and and the last time we were there, we scored a total of four points, which you usually don't see in football. But uh, we played them close in the first half, and, you know, a lot of people will say we didn't even need to be on the field with those guys. But we came out in the first half and showed them we could compete. Yeah, it was 14-2 to two at, the, at the half, and that was the story of our year last year. We just couldn't finish games out. You look at Vincent, Lafayette, uh, even Lynette last year, we were there at the half, but just couldn't close it out. But I think this is a new Fayetteville football team, and we're going to keep things close and maybe even pull off a big win tonight. Absolutely. You know the Wolves would love to pull off an upset tonight. And, Jacob, like you touched on, we were in control of those games a lot of the time last year, especially, I mean, I mean going into the half, I think we were only down by, like, three or four points. Um, and we just, like you said, could never finish out. We had a lot of struggles offensively last season, but – you got to think, we got them at home this year. They're coming off an emotional victory against Comer. They're probably looking to maybe, you know, come into this game. They might be sleepwalking a little bit, but I know their coach has them ready to go. But you got to think in the back of their mind, they're like, this is a Wolves team that we beat the last couple years, and they think they can do it again. Yeah, but I think this is a different Wolves team. We look at last week, they got down late in the game, and they didn't quit and found opportunities, and, you know, they pulled that out. I think there was 38 seconds left. Pacey threw that pass to Levi. That right there shows you how well this Fayetteville team can compete. Absolutely. This team is clutch, and they got a bunch of different guys that can do a lot of things. Uh, and one thing, I think the key to victory for the Wolves tonight is that offensive line has got to play hard, and they have got to keep number five, Caden Story, out of the backfield because if he's getting into the backfield at will, it's going to be a long night for quarterback Pacey DeLoach. Yeah, Caden Story put ink to paper to go to Auburn, and uh, he's a big he's a big boy. But I think this is the best offensive line we've had in a long time, and that's anchored by Kaz Duke, our center. You know, he hasn't had a bad snap all year. No, he hasn't. That, that's great that you touched on that. He's he's really stepped up, and I I think he might is he a junior or sophomore? Because I'm not totally sure on on his age. But you got to think that's a guy you've got another couple years. Uh, Kaz Duke is a senior this year. Oh, he is a senior. I didn't realize that. But, see, that's another league guy you got that's a older guy, vet on the team that can step up and put forth some of that senior leadership as well as you got the loach in the backfield. Really got some receivers that have stepped up. And I, I first want to give an apology to everyone out there. Number 13 was not Andrew Combs uh, last week. That was number 13, Hunter Hammonds, who will be wearing number 12 uh, this way, or no, excuse me, that was number 13 was not Andrew Combs, it was Cadence Barrett, so we saw we misspoke, we had a uh, slight um, technical difficulty on the roster there. <laughs> yeah, you look at our receivers, somebody that has, that has stepped up in a big way is Levi Phillips, he's done nothing but kick since he was, I guess, in the 8th, ninth grade, and he told Coach before the season, he said, hey, Coach, I want to play other positions, and look what look what happened last year. He caught the winning touchdown. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah, last game, he they lobbed that thing up there, and he caught the ball, and 
you, even though he doesn't show a lot of emotion when you're talking to him, I could tell he was really excited. You know, he's just a really calm guy. And you need guys that are calm like that uh, for in-game situations, especially towards the end of the game, because if they got the jitters and they're they're getting too excited, then stuff will happen where you can't pull off those clutch moments. But they played hard, and they were able to pull out the win. Um, and we talked to Coach John Limbaugh, and he told us that, that during the summer, Levi Phillips came to us and said, Coach, you know I can play more than kicker. And uh, I don't think Coach regretted giving him that opportunity after what happened last week. Yeah, he's played offense and defense. has paid dividends. But let's go back to his leg there for a minute. Last week we scored a touchdown. The flag was on the field and pushed that ball back. And he kicked it a 35-yard field goal. And they, he said, he admitted later it was off of Pacey's foot. That he did. And, and if I'm being honest, whether we win or lose tonight, I want to see them line up Levi Phillips at at least the 30-yard line to attempt to kick. Uh, he, he's about due for a long field goal. That's right, he is. And we'll, we'll see him showcase that leg and see which colleges are out there that may want to offer him a scholarship to come play for him. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to have a special guest that y'all guys will be familiar with. You're listening to the Federal Football Pre-Game Show on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm Agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm Agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm Agent Albie Steers in Silicaga. Online at albiesteers.net. Need some extra energy to make it through the day? Allen Brew Market has monster energy drinks, candy, and snacks for that quick pick-me-up. At Allen Brew Market, they mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. real estate agent, you want someone you can trust. Whether you're looking for your forever home, looking for an investment property, or that great lake house to retire to, Area Real Estate is the group you want on your side. Their experience in the industry and being a member of the National Association of Realtors guarantees that you'll get the best deal on your next property. They serve all of this area, including Lake Martin. Check their website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready for free. Enroll in the Ready to Work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2017 to enroll. Classes are free and offered online. Don't let this free online training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2017 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free online class. Call 256-378-2017. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Savor new flavors with the new Chick-fil-A Lemon Kale Caesar Salad. Served with warm Chick-fil-A grilled nuggets, zesty lemon wedges, shade parmesan, and a lemon Caesar vinaigrette. It's full of refreshing bites to pair with a beautiful day. Available for a limited time. Get yours today at Chick-fil-A Silicaga. Register now for free lunch Friday from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. You could win free lunch for up to eight in your office from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. Visit kicks1003.com for more details and to register. 
Dr. Jared Spear in studio from Childersburg Primary Care. Dr. Spear, M-Sculpt is the way to go when it comes to strengthening muscles either in your core, your buttocks, your arms, your calves, your thighs. For those people who might not regularly be able to do so, tell us about it. Yeah, so M-Sculpt is this great new technology we have at the office that, as you said, it can build uh, defined sculpt muscles in any of those targeted areas, whether it's abs, uh, buttocks, thighs, arms, can hitting that biceps, triceps area, whatever area you're trying to get a little more muscle and definition, we can help you with. And this is for men and women. Absolutely. Men and women both benefit from this. It's an incredible service to your body to help create that wellness factor and of course, cosmetic as of well. Course. You look better, feel better. 100%. Childersburg Primary Care in Childersburg, online at ChildersburgClinic.com with the M-Sculpt treatments. Cindy Pennington, Tottega County Revenue Commissioner. As the Extra Point sponsor, I want to make a point to let you, the taxpayer, know that we are here to serve you. Whether you're buying a car tag, paying property taxes, or conducting other business, our staff is there to help in a friendly, efficient manner. Many of these transactions can be handled by mail or online, or visit us at the courthouse or our Mumford Oxford location on Highway 21 North. Go line. Paid political advertisement by Cindy Pennington, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner. Ever wonder why your friends are all members of Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union? It's the low auto loan rates, great checking accounts, and digital services with no fees. But most of all, it's the people helping people philosophy of caring for its members and communities. That's why Coosa Pines was voted best credit union, best auto loan, and best financial planning in the Coosa Valley for 2021. And why we say Coosa Pines is where you belong. Find Coosa Pines FCU on Facebook. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. Coosa Valley Auto Sales is looking to buy your car. We would like to buy your trade whether you buy a car from us or not. We're offering top dollar on trades today. Visit Coosa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama, 35184 Highway 280. Open from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday or 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays. This is Glenn Sisk, CEO of Coosa Valley Medical Center. Deciding whether or not to get the COVID-19 vaccine? Well, consider the effects of the infection, many of which can be long-term, including possible death, versus potential short-term effects of the vaccine. We need your help to get things back to normal because we're all in this together. Learn more at alabamapublichealth.gov slash COVID-19 vaccine or check with your local pharmacist or Coosa Valley Medical Center where free vaccines are available in the main lobby on Wednesday mornings. Hi, I'm Robin Angelo, Director of Coosa Valley MRI, business recipient of the American College of Radiology Accreditation and Joint Commission Best Practice Awards. Our vision, mission, and values at Coosa Valley MRI is part of our working platform of excellence that you deserve. COVID infection control measures are in place to keep you as safe as possible so you can focus on what is important, your MRI exam. Schedule your appointment today. Learn more at CoosaValleyMRI.com. Are you looking for extra money? Coosa Valley Recycling pays top dollar for aluminum, copper, brass, steel, old appliances, and even old cars. Coosa Valley Recycling is located a few miles southeast of Sylacauga on Highway 280. They're open Monday through Friday. Call for hours and rates at 256-245-4300. Coosa Valley Recycling, where the customer gets paid.
Cup of the Month is Morning Rush. It's chocolate chip cookie dough espresso with chocolate chip cookie dough bites. But if that isn't your cup, they have 25 other flavors and a variety of sugar-free flavors as well. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. on Noble has something for everyone. Private parties, live music, and entertainment. The perfect date night. The best appetizers and wonderful entrees. Don't forget to check the Harvey's on Noble social media pages to stay up to date on weekly specials. Harvey's on Noble in Silicaga. Open Wednesday through Saturday. Harvey's on Noble. Voted best atmosphere and best entertainment venue in the Coosa Valley. It's back. That's right. School is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Toyota Silicaga. That's right. School is back, and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. ToyotaSilicaga.com. Right now, lease a new 2021 Corolla LE for the super low payment of $199 per month. And lease a new 2021 Camry LE for just $229 per month. Talk about amazing deals. We want your old vehicle. Bring it in, and we'll buy it. Even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us, Toyota of Silicaga is the king of credit. 100% approval is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved no matter your past credit history. School is in session. So come get your deal now at Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number. You are part of the family. 39765 Highway 28, Toyota of Silicaga.com. We're worth the drive, and we will prove it. Heritage provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. When you think of Marble City Pharmacy, there's one word that comes to mind. Family. It's Jacob and Jared Johnson. When our dad started Marble City Pharmacy, no one could have imagined what it would be like today. Now, nearly 20 years later, we've continued to serve you and your family. Thank you for trusting us with your health-related questions and medication needs. Marble City Pharmacy, here for life. Online at MarbleCityPharmacy.com.
special guest this evening and no it is not Kanye it is Mr. KJ McCurley the man himself former voice of the wolves KJ how you doing this evening I'm doing good man I'm, I'm doing really good I'm, I'm uh, real happy to be here well man we're glad to have you here and we're just uh so psyched that you were able to take time out of your busy schedule and come see us well you know man I uh it doesn't change the fact that I miss everything about these Friday nights. I mean, it was everything for me. Unfortunately, I had to uh, duty calls, and uh, fortunately, everything is ran by money, and I had to I had to make a little bit more. So I took a job, and I gave this up, but I would do anything to be able to get this back. Uh, nothing beats sitting out here with y'all and watching Fayetteville uh, compete every Friday night. Absolutely, KJ. I understand where you're coming from. I'm actually undefeated on being poor. Um, I've never gotten out of that boat. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm just joking around. But, KJ, what do you think is the key to the Wolves winning this game tonight? Well, you know, as I, I was on the way home last weekend uh, listening to you guys uh, call the game. One thing that really stood out to me was the resiliency of this team. Uh, it seemed like every time, you know, we thought it was a turning point for Horseshoe Ben, they'd make a big first down or they would score. We thought Fedville uh, just, it, it kind of seemed a little bit done. And Fedville just kept on hanging in there and hanging in there. And eventually the seniors of this team ended up taking over. Uh, and, and you gotta give your hats off to uh, a guy that you made the correction in the pregame, Cadence Barrett. I heard his name. I heard his number. I should say. Yeah, I got the name <laughs> messed up. And, and you, I just, for those of you out there, coaches show last night. I was talking to Pacey, and I said, "Man, you know, the number thirteen, Andrew Combs, really stepped up." And Pacey looked at me. <laughs> like, I just slapped his mama. And I was like, what was that for? And they, they told me after the break. And I was like, well, updated roster would have been great. But uh, that that was unfortunate. But the Wolves are getting ready to run out, man. They got their military tent set up over there. And they got a great banner coming out, too. They got the band supporting them. They got the cheerleaders over there. Just great spirit here at this game. As the Wolves coming into this, this is the first time I think they played this team knowing that they could actually come out here and have an opportunity to win this ball game. Hey, you guys talked about it a little bit in the pregame. This game last year, the score really doesn't dictate how good the Wolves played at times. I mean, you think about that final, I think it was 30-4 to if I'm not mistaken. And two of the touchdowns that Lynette actually scored in that game, if you remember Blake, were defensive. You take those two defensive touchdowns away Fedville loses 14-4. to That they did, and, yeah. And, and it, you don't think about that when you say, oh, you got beat 30-4. to But but this team really played better than what they are giving credit for much throughout the first half. The defense really had Lynette guessing. And my, my biggest key tonight, I want to see how the Wolves start because I feel like Lynette's coming off a really emotional game. And I think if the Wolves can come out here and mount a few drives early on, get a couple of scores on the board, Give yourself a chance late in the third, early in the fourth to stay in the game. That's right. That's right. As we got our captains walking out to the middle of the field, we got uh, Pacey DeLoach, Levi Phillips, Kaz Duke, as well as Dakota Ogle. And then on the other side of the ball, I didn't catch their numbers, but um appears to be a couple of their seniors as well. And we'll, we're awaiting the coin toss. KJ, last thing. Does Fed will get out of here with the win tonight? 
it's going to be tough against this team, but but I think they have a chance. They they can't shoot themselves in the foot though. They got to make the plays. They got to catch the the easy balls. They got to make the open field tackles when they have the chance, and they got to mount scoring drives. You cannot swap field goals with an offense like Lynette. You got to put the ball in the end zone. So red zone execution is going to be key early, and maybe they can win that time of possession that you talked about last week that helped against Horseshoe Bend. I think if they do that, they have a real strong chance. Absolutely, and KJ, thanks for stopping by and joining us, man, and hopefully you'll still be here for the halftime show and we can get your thoughts. <laughs> All right. Good to be here, guys. So uh, right now we're less than 10 minutes to kickoff. Actually, scratch that. Less than five minutes away till kickoff. Both teams about to run on the field, and we're awaiting the coin toss results right now. Uh, you know, Jacob, one thing I think the Wolves got to do this evening is kind of opposite of what it was last season. I really think that the Wolves got to be able to execute running the ball tonight. You know, they passed for 360-something yards last week, but I really think the key to winning this game is being able to wear down the net and keep that ball a little bit longer. Yeah, you want to establish the run early, control the clock. We know that the Wolves, if you, if the last time we were here at this field, we played Woodland. It seemed like the entire second half, Woodland maybe chewed off five minutes of the clock, and the Wolves had the ball the rest of the way. That's if right. If we can hold on to the football, establish the run, and limit penalties, I think we can have a chance in this game. Absolutely, and I think it starts on the first possession. The Wolves will be receiving the ball as they're getting ready to run out right now. They're, they're getting hyped over there, and they're coming out with the uniforms tonight a little bit different than, than what we've seen in years past. Uh, for military appreciation, you know, Limbaugh likes to mix it up. But there come the Lynette Panthers, and here comes the Wolves. Right out of the banner, smoke, cannons, and everything. And they are fired up. You can see the spirit in those guys. And and we'll see what they can do this evening. But as far as the, the outfits and the uniforms on the field today, the Wolves are rocking their gold helmets they usually wear with numbers on one side, FW on the other. Their jersey, on the other hand, have a little bit of green military camo on top with a black and gray flag on the front, end, uh, American flag, on the front and the back with their normal black pants. And the Lynette Panthers have their matte black helmets with the gold L and white jerseys and white pants. So, Jacob, I don't think we'll have any issues telling these teams apart. No, I'll tell you what. Fayetteville's numbers kind of look easier to me tonight to read than they do in their normal uniforms. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I'm excited to see what these guys do. You, you see them trying out on the field. It looks like they got a little bit more energy in them than, than Lynette. Not only is Lynette coming off an emotional win last week, they had to travel to Comer, which is... I mean, not but a 15-minute less drive than this, and it, it's still a, a very long drive from Sylacauga to Lynette. Then you turn around, you're probably off on Monday for Labor Day. You turn around and you come back all the way to the same place that you did last week, another tough area opponent, and, and they better be playing their game right tonight because if not, the Wolves come out of here with a win. Well, sometimes after you play an emotional game, you just try too hard, and when you try too hard, that that makes mistakes. That that opens the door for mistakes to be made. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. As uh, Kirk Herstree was to, would say, he tried to force things, and that was a mistake. And uh, so we'll see what the Wolves can do today as we've got number 12 back to receive for them, and that is Cadence Barrett. So we'll see what these guys do. And we'll, Lynette getting ready to tee the ball off, and it's underway. It's filled at about the 20, up to the 25, to the 30, and no going there after the 30-yard line, and that was number 25, 
Evan Baker on the return, so it was a short kick. And uh, the Wolves will take over at about the 26-yard line, first and 10. Uh, so let's see what they can do on this first drive, Jacob. Now's where you want to try to do those things, control the clock, control the ball, and limit penalties. Absolutely. I don't think we'll see what we saw first play of the game last week. I don't know. It's John Limbaugh's down there on the sidelines. You just never know. Yeah, that that's true. So we may see some trickeration first play of the game, but it looks like they're coming out in the heavy set with Deloach in the backfield. And I can't catch the running back's number, but Deloach takes a snap, and he's going to give it. And actually quite a decent gain there, maybe two or three yards. And uh, that was number 11, Hunter Hammonds, on the carry. Yeah. Evan Baker checks in. Hunter Hammonds checks out. They're going with uh, kind of a quick huddle here. Near side of the field on their own 32-yard line. That was a gain of about two, second and eight upcoming. And I think another thing Limbaugh wants to do with the defense, just with the size that Lynette has, I think he's wanting to swap his running backs out to give them a rest after so many plays. That he is. The Loach takes a snap. It's going to be a give up the middle to Baker. Baker nothing going as he might have got back to the line of scrimmage. And this is where you don't want to be if you're the Wolves bringing up a quick third and eight. Yes, a third and short, not a third and long like we have seen in the past. I think we might see a pass right here. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. If you, you're getting... If you can get the third, medium, third, and short, you can do either or. But on this, it's kind of an obvious passing situation. So they got if it's not there, Payson needs to throw it away. And hopefully this line can give him time so his receivers can get open. The Loach takes the give to Hammonds. He drops back. It's going to be a fired to number 82. And we do not have a number 82 on the roster. And it looks like there's a yelly hanky on the field. Number 82 is Solly Brooks. Solly Brooks, okay. Good deal. Well, that was a good catch, even though it didn't go for maybe a yard or two. So there's a yelly hanky on the field. Let's see what... Uh, if this is all sides on the net, this is huge. This will be a big penalty, and let's see there's a head official cause it. Oh, all sides on the defense. Oh, was that a personal foul? See. The way he did his arms. That oh, would be very that's a personal foul. And so that'll march the Wolves all the way down to the 49-yard line. What a break. The referee didn't signal what it was. It could have been a face mask. He just didn't call it. But that is a huge break for the Wolves. Yeah, huge break. And uh, let's see if they can capitalize. They're taking over on their own 49-yard line, first and 10. On the near side of the field, the loach in the backfield with Hammonds. Heavy set once again. Loach sits back there. He takes the snap, and he's going to fake it. It's going to be a little shovel pass. It looks like to number 38. That's Will Darden. And Will Darden and Lynette was not fooled as that one got barely got back to the line of scrimmage. But, you know, on that kind of play, Jacob, if it's dropped, it's not a fumble. So I, I like the play call. Yeah. And another thing, like if Pacey was to go out and he saw the pressure coming, all he had, all he would have to do is shovel past the football, even if it was go incomplete. It's not a fumble in football or intentional grounding. Looks like Evan Baker's back in there. Deloach takes the snap. It's a fake to Baker. QB power up the middle. Pacey powers his way and he loses about a yard before he's finally drug, almost drug down. But guys hear the whistle, so this brings up another third and long. 
Right now, the defense is overpowering this offensive line, not allowing anything to happen. It's time to dig the cleats in and start making plays. Absolutely. you got to get the ball in the air. Four plays so far. It's been about the same running play so far. So, you know Lynette's expecting it. So, they really need to change things up here, I would think, on a third and a long ten. We'll call it 11. Heavy set again to Loach in the backfield with Hammonds. Loach steps up, and he takes the snap. And it's going to be a fake to Hammonds. Pace is going to get five yards. He has ten yards. He's got the first down, but I believe this one's coming back. That play might have been a little too good, and that's what it is. So we got a holding penalty, which will bring him back. But Dakota Ogles won a personal foul. Somebody ripped his helmet off. Yeah, he'll have to sit out a player until they get it fixed. But he's going back out there. Now, here it comes. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know about that one. You would think those would offset, but um, that hole was pretty big. So, yep, 10 yards in the wrong direction. We were setting up at a first and 10 on Lynette 30-yard line, 38-yard line, and, and now we're back to our own 39. And you know my big thing during the game is you can't get behind the sticks no matter what down it is. No, you, you can't. way behind the sticks on Especially third on third down, Jacob, because it, it's impossible to get this. And when you're facing such a long down, you try to force things. But uh, Deloach is experienced, and he'll take off and run with it or throw it away, as we've seen that he's very progressed very much as a passer. He's in the backfield. Baker again takes a snap, fakes a handoff. Steps back. It's going to be a screen to Baker, and Baker's going to juke a guy out, and he's going to get a yard, and that'll bring on Levi Phillips. See if they can boot Lynette deep. This defense for Lynette right now, they're fast, they're strong, and they're hard to get around. We're going to have to make some adjustments. Talk to the defense while they're on the sideline or those that stay on the sideline. A lot of them play both ways. Absolutely. Trying to get something going. As we're about eight minutes left to go in this first quarter, we're knotted up at zero, and Lynette's about to get their first drive underway as uh, Levi Phillips looks to to pin Lynette. And number nine, Tico Williams deep as he's back to return. Takes a snap. Levi Phillips says somebody might have got a hand on that one, and it drops to the 40, down to the 35, rolls a little bit more to the near side of the 34, and uh. As we change possessions, we'll take a break here. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports. Oh, it looks like we have a flag running into the kicker. I got ahead of myself. That's a roughing the kicker. Wow. That's going to be a first down, Jacob. It's an automatic first down. That's going to be huge. Wow. Now you need to make the most of that opportunity. You've had two personal fouls in your favor on this opening drive. You've got to get points out of this. Yeah, we need to start shaking things up. We've ran the ball all but Absolutely. Points. They're at the 45-yard line of Lynette, already across midfield facing first down. And uh, Levi, he didn't have to do any acting on that one. I mean, they hit him, and, and he went down, but resilient. So he's he's on the sideline. I don't think he's on the field quite yet, but same formation as we've seen. Deloach takes the snap. He's going to give it to Hammonds. Hammonds going to go up the middle. He's going to dance around, get drugged back. He might have got a yard and a half. This defense is showing what they're made of. They're finding the ball and getting to it. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. It's that time they to start are. going downfield. Yeah, absolutely. Hammers checks out. Baker checks in. We've seen the same formation with the same running play so far. We, I really want to see what this team, I want to see them do what they did last week. They opened up the field, passed the ball around, and kept the defense guessing. But you see Lynette's cheating up because all they've been doing is running. Lopes, snap, fakes it to Baker. 
Number nine, Williams. Excuse me, number six. Pacey's running around. He finds an opening. He jumps back to the middle of the field, and he gets back to the line, third and ten. I think if Pacey would have broke the edge right there, he could have got at least a first down, but when you try to run up the middle on these guys, they're going to find you. That they are. He probably had a better chance to, to try to cut up on the far side of the field as Isaiah Green was in the backfield in a hurry. And he's listed as a wide receiver and a defensive back, so I can see why he's a defensive back after that one. Yeah, there's a lot of players on that Lynette sideline, but they're still going to play both ways. Absolutely. So it's uh, 6.36 left going to first. Scores is still 0-0. Wolves facing their third, third down of this drive. The Loach takes the snap, and he's going to give it to Hammonds. Hammonds jukes around, and they lost the yard. So now you got fourth and ten. You're on Lynette's 45. you got to bring out the punt team again. We haven't seen one pass across the middle of the field. We haven't seen one pass that's over five yards down the field. Jacob, What this offense seems like they're kind of timid. Yeah, we get, it's like you got to start making adjustments. You've tried to run it up the middle. The defense is getting to the ball. But one thing I have noticed, I look to my right side over here. Look at the clock and how much time has been chewed off in the first quarter. Absolutely. Time possession. That day. Oh, there's a fumble on the punt. The Wolves are on it. Wolves ball at the 19-yard line. First down. And he fumbled the ball, and the Wolves have had break after break. They've got to capitalize. If you're going to run with the football, you got to make sure it's in your hands, and I think that's what he forgot. He broke the cardinal rule there and ran without the football, Jacob. <laughs> hey, sometimes you can cash in on those mistakes, and this is that time you have to make Absolutely. you got Coach John Limbaugh over there and, and Coach Matt Moore talking to these guys. They've got to capitalize here. Uh, their special teams have put them in a good position. You got to at least get three, but you want seven here. Yeah, you you got to have seven against these guys. The field goal just won't do right now. But like I said, that time of possession is pretty good for the Wolves. Absolutely, you you've chewed off more than half of the first quarter on offense side of the ball. So you got to think when this defense is probably getting tired here. They're already worn out, and then you put that on them, and the Wolves them. This may be their game plan. You know, I don't want to be the obvious person here, but you know, if you keep their offense off the field, they can't score. As, that's right, Jacob. You know, that 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 is obvious, but you know, not a lot of people think about that. And to be honest, that wasn't in in my mind. I but think, uh, I think Limbaugh knows that. That they do, and I think you got to open up the field here. And I see Levi Phillips trotting out there, and uh, he's usually spread out wide, smaller guy that's fast, and so we'll, we'll see if they, they open it up and take a shot deep. I would take a shot at the end zone right here. It looks like Zeke's in there. We had not seen Zeke all game, but he's going out. And no, looks like he's going to play tailback. Yeah, it looks like they're going to line up in the I formation at the 15-yard line. Pacey's going to be under center with Phillips split out wide. It's going to be a hand to Zeke, and Zeke's going to get back to the line of scrimmage if he's lucky. And that's going to bring up second down. Yeah, and that's where you need to start taking shots. Let it be a, a four-down situation. If not, hey, come out with three. Absolutely. And, and your receivers are good, man. That, those are These guys are quick and can keep up with these cornerbacks for Lynette. And so if you send out Barrett and Phillips and Zeke out there, I don't think they can handle them, Jacob. Yeah, we showed last week how good our receivers really are. And here we need to show that. That we do is we're lining up for a second down, 4.50 to go 
in the first quarter. Score 0-0. Zero, zero, zero. Wolves knocking on the door. Barrett and Deloach split out. Deloach under center. He drops back to pass. Plenty of time. Fires it to Solly Brooks. And Brooks might have got a yard or two. But now we got number five, Caden Story, who is showing a lot of unsportsmanlike conduct on the field, and that yellow handkerchief is going to come out again. Here's another 15 yards and a first down. That's helped us move the football a little bit. Absolutely. Now we need to move the football on our own. That we do, and that one was pretty obvious. I don't know about the ones earlier, but he was that was very unsportsmanlike, and we hope that's not a tale of the rest of the game. But yeah, um, when, you're the, when you're the biggest per- player on the field on both sides, it's going to be kind of obvious when you do something bad. Absolutely. And, you know, he's an Auburn commit, actually, as we touched on earlier. And you got a team leader like that. He can't be can't be acting like that. Yeah. And, uh, he, he might be a team leader, but he's always the coach's son. So, you know, in practice, usually the coaches <laughs> are the ones that gets away with them. That's right. That's right. You're absolutely right. Looks like they're going to take a quick break. We'll take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports. Dr. Jared Spear in studio from Childersburg Primary Care. Dr. Spear, M-Sculpt is the way to go when it comes to strengthening muscles either in your core, your buttocks, your arms, your calves, your thighs. For those people who might not regularly be able to do so, tell us about it. Yeah, so M-Sculpt is this great new technology we have at the office that, as you said, it can build, uh, define, sculpt muscles in any of those targeted areas, whether it's abs, uh, buttocks, thighs, arms, can hit in that biceps, triceps area. Whatever area you're trying to get a little more muscle and definition, we can help you with. And this is for men and women. Absolutely. Men and women both benefit from this. It's an incredible service to your body to help create that wellness factor and of course, cosmetic as of well. Course. You look better, feel better. 100%. Childersburg Primary Care in Childersburg, online at ChildersburgClinic.com with the M-Sculpt treatments. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett as the Wolves line up for a first and 10 at the 10 after, we'll say the 11, after unsportsmanlike conduct on number 5, Caden Story. And so... There was a timeout on the field, and now we have, is that Deloach? It looks like we got Deloach and Barrett split out to the far side of the field. Deloach is under center, and Baker is in the backfield. And it looks like the officials are talking to the coach of Lynette, and I'm not sure what they're discussing over there. Yeah. Absolutely. It looks like. One of their players has two unsportsmanlike conduct penalties, and that was Story. I think two of them have been on him this drive. Yeah, I thought when you had two penalties, it's time to ride the pine the rest of the game. Yeah, I thought that was what they did too, but uh, I guess not. Um, so I don't, I don't actually know what's going on the field right now. Looks like they got it at third and two. I. A personal foul is always supposed to result in a first down, so I don't know what they're thinking on that. But we're going to have to respect the call, and let's hope we can get a first down right here. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what to say because I've never seen that before. 
a little confusion with the chain gang boys, and you know I was over there one time, and sometimes it does get a little yeah. hectic trying to pick. I'm not, stuff I'm out. not saying it wrong. I, well, I've just never seen that, but I guess I'll have to do a little research into that and see see what that's all about. But I know those guys have got it right. Great officiating crew. We got Barrett and Deloach split out. Pacey under center. They're trying to get him with a hard count. Gets the snap, gives it to Baker. Baker up the middle. He got the first down. And that's going to be a first down for the Wolves. He got it by about a yard. And now we'll see what these guys can do setting up. I think that'd be first and goal. i tell you what, Evan earned that first down because once he got past the stick, he got walloped. Yeah, I thought they were finna spot it short. But, uh, okay, they, they flipped it on a first down, and it looks like first and goal here, Jacob. Yeah, and that's where you can try a few different things. This is a four-down situation to try to get the ball in the end zone. Absolutely. I'd run a couple passes to see if Pacey can get out and, and run around. But you got Baron Deloach wide. Pacey gives it to Baker at the middle. Baker is met by a wall that is number 56, Tayshawn Darden. Wow. Tell you what, Evan tried to do a little spin move there, and he got a couple of yards. I think he turned his back on him and tried to push with his legs, and he got a couple out That of he there. did. I wouldn't want to have to hit that guy like that. And I don't think that he's any relation to the Darden boys that play at Fevel, but he could be. I don't know. He's a little bit bigger than our Darden. <laughs> yeah, that he is. That he is. So we'll see here. We got Deloach and Barrett split out wide. We got Pacey under center, Baker in the backfield again. 340 going to first, knotted up at zero. It's going to be a fake. Pacey's going to roll around to the right side. He's going to spin. He's going to get away from a guy, and he's not going to get away from number 10 and lean toe cheeks. So, uh, so now we got a third down and long goal. You got somebody from Lynette slow to get up down there. Oh, man, you hate to see that. Yeah, that that's number Fifty-six, and that's Tayshawn Darden, who just ran into Evan Baker. He looks like he's getting off the field all right, though. It's good to see. With uh, seven minutes and eight seconds left to go in the first quarter, Lafayette leads Comer seven to nothing. Oh man, and you, and you got to think if you're Comer, you can't afford another loss this early in the season. I tell you, with that one loss, every game now becomes important. That it does. That it does. You you get you can't get behind in the sticks in the game. You can't get behind on the win loss early in the season. We got Barrett and Deloach split out. Pacey under center. Baker in the backfield. He's gonna get the snap. Gonna drop back. He's don't have plenty of time. He runs. He escapes a man. He's running up the middle. Jukes a guy out, and he'll be marked at the one yard line. We'll say at the two foot line. Wow, what do you do if you're the Wolves? Now's the time we'd love to have Bo Jackson to go over the top, but we just don't quite have that. So maybe we can see Zeke over the top. No, Ah, man, this is a tough decision. I'm glad I ain't John Limbaugh right now. But you know what? I like the call. I mean, yeah. Because look at what we did last year. We had them pinned back in their own end zone last year we got four points out of it. Yeah, and I mean point, either way, I mean either call's good. If you if you go for it and don't get it, you're gonna get criticized, but if you kick the field goal you're gonna get criticized. I like the aggressive call. Pacey under center. Baker in the backfield. He's gonna go against the pile and the loach is not gonna get in. He's gonna be down at the line of scrimmage. And let's see what they call. John Limbaugh's won the touchdown. Matt Moore's won the touchdown. Officials said they're going to talk about it. 
And it's Lynette football at the half-yard line. I'll tell you what, I don't know if it was our angle or anything. That might have been a touchdown. But now you have their offense for the first time in 10 minutes in the first Wow, yeah, a minute 59 left going the first, and it's still knotted up at zero. But you wanted to come away with seven there if you're the Wolves. That's a missed opportunity. But you gotta you got to be proud of what you've done through the first 10 minutes. Yeah, Coach Limbaugh is showing he can be aggressive against the top team. and I, I don't know what he's – what Coach Limbaugh is doing, if he's wanting a timeout, if he's challenging the play, uh, he's wanting a touchdown, but Coach better get back to the sideline. I don't think we're one of those schools that has a review system in place. Yeah, I don't I don't think that they do, but it would be great if they did because I would say that one's worthy of review, absolutely, because – I mean, that was close, but I, I like the call because the Loach hit one of their defenders. I couldn't tell who it was, and it looked like he went down immediately. I tell you, though, you, you look at their defensive line, it's look like looking at one of the brick walls in the gym. That it is. It, it is. And, and, and like I said, I, I like the call to spot him down at the one because it didn't look like he got in. From my perspective, it didn't. Um, I'm not saying that. He didn't, but from my perspective, it looked like he didn't He didn't break the pylon. Coach Limbaugh was still down there pleading his case. doesn't look like he's going to win the argument, no. but you do have him pinned back deep. That you Here's do. an opportunity to make something happen on defense. Not to criticize any players or put them down, but if their center was the same one from last year, God help them back here. Yeah, now it's time for Dakota Ogle and the boys to get past that center because that center was a – I think he was a key contributor in our four points. Last I think he was. Absolutely. A lot of bad snaps. So we'll see what they do. As quarterbacks on the field, it looks like number one, Madden. It's going to be a give to Madden. Madden's going to jump out to the outside. He's to the 10. He's to the 15, to the 20, to the 25, to the 30. He's finally drove down at the 31-yard line. There's a flag come out. How did you see that from all the way back there, man? And I don't know what the call is going to be on this. And it looks like it might be a hold call. There we go. Oh, it looks like it's a face mask on the walls. I didn't see that, but I'm not saying it didn't happen. It's a horse collar. Man. These officials are giving out freebies on both ends of the ball tonight. Tell you what, if you're on offense, look out because it might be raining yellow. Uh, yeah, it might be, but that's a good break for Lynette, and you got to be excited if you're already after one play at the, your own 46. Madden in the backfield again. Going to take the snap. It's going to be a – nope, nope. It's going to be kept around to the right side. It's going to be about a 14-yard gain as he falls forward, and that is their quarterback number 13, Jarius Goodman, and another yellow handkerchief is on the field. So we'll see if this is a face mask or a hold. I'm not quite sure which one yet. And, Jacob, we saw a clean game last week between the Bend and the Wolves, but this week we've seen both teams commit two personal fouls on defense so far. Another 15-yard face mask on the Wolves, and that'll put Lynette all the way down to the 26-yard line. And uh, now Goodman and Madden will go to work in the backfield. Two receivers split out to the near side, two to the far side. Goodman steps back. He motions. 
takes the snap. It's going to be a pass to Madden. Madden catches it in the backfield, and he's got about, I'd say, three yards on the catch to the near side of the field, and he's finally took down by Convoy Wolf players. And that'll bring up second and seven, and I don't know if my eyes are failing me, but I didn't see a yellow hanky that time. It looks like the first clean play for this offensive drive by the Panthers. Yeah, absolutely, and, and the Wolves can't get down on themselves and can't get frustrated. We're less than a minute to go in the first quarter, and we still got goose eggs on the scoreboard as Lynette's knocking on the door this time. We'll see what they can do with this opportunity. One receiver split out to the left. Going to be a handoff to Madden. He's going to get up the middle. He's going to dance around. He's to the 10, to the 5. He's in. Touchdown, Lynette Panthers. And that will put them up 6 to nothing. That didn't take long, but it but it sure did help. They had 30 yards given to them that time. I think it was more than 30 yards. Uh, they, they're doing what we need to do. They made the most of those opportunities to put 6 on the scoreboard. That they did. They took advantage of the... the uh, the flags that the Wolves committed, and uh, the Wolves couldn't on their first drive, but Lynette don't have a kicker that they trust, so it's going to be going for two. Takes the snap. It's going to be a fake to Madden. It's going to be a slant over the middle, incomplete, and they're going to call pass interference, and maybe I need glasses because I couldn't see that one. I don't know what's going on on that one. I don't think it was there. Uh, it wasn't there. I don't know what they seen, but uh, we'll, we'll await the call. Let's see, head official pass interference on the defense. I don't know if we're calling what happened or what didn't happen, but number 13, Goodman will take the snap. It's a hand to Madden, and Madden will get in, and he's got the two points. Should be six to nothing, but it's eight to nothing. And 36 seconds left to go in the first. They'll take a break. We'll take a break with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by RadioAlbumSports.net. This is another money moment from Sycamore Federal Credit Union. The younger you start building your credit, the better. Why wait? Start today. Come see us so we can help you. Sycamore Federal Credit Union, online at sycamorefcu.com. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett. We just saw the first score of this game. Lynette was able to punch it in with the help of a few penalty flags uh, on that first drive that they had coming all the way from their half-yard line. Pretty impressive drive. Uh, they ran the ball very well, threw the ball decently okay, and the Wolves are down by eight points, so let's see what they can get going as they got... Barrett and Baker back deep to receive this kick. Uh, I don't see Deloach out there. Yep, I do see Deloach out there. One thing both teams are going to have to do, you know the referees are going to call it it on both sides, so you're going to have to adjust to that. Absolutely. It's a squib kick that Baker will take at the 20. He's out to the 25, to the 30. Jukes another man out, gets about to the 32-yard line, so not bad starting field position for the Wolves. And, Jacob, you are absolutely right. If you're both teams, you know that they're being very liberal with this penalty marker out here. They're just throwing it left and right. Um, and that's not on either one team. That's on both teams. So you know you got to be on your game and you got to play clean. Yeah, you're going to have to watch what you're doing. If you think it's going to be pass interference, just throw your hands back. Absolutely. Yep. And uh, so we'll see what the Wolves can do going to work. Near side of the field, Deloach and Barrett. Pacey's under center. 
He's going to take the snap, and it's going to be a give to the fullback. And that's best run they've had all evening, about four yards. And... Will Can't, Darden. That was Will Darden on the carry. You know, Darden used to play on the offensive line, but we had a few younger guys step up, so we got a little bit more size there now. Very great player, but uh, I don't think his best position is on the line. Yeah, we, we needed him on the line out of necessity last year, but like you said, a lot of kids have stepped up this year to start playing, and we now have size on that offensive line. Absolutely. Well, that's the end of the first. Lynette's up 8 to nothing. The Wolves are going to work. And uh, they're going to take a break. We'll take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm agent Albie Albie Steers in Silicaga. Online at albiesteers.net. Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. I don't know why the computer lied to you, but it's actually the second quarter of action. And uh, we're just about to get underway as they'll flip the field, and the Wolves are going to work at their own 37-yard line, looking at about a second and long five. Jacob, what do they got to do here on this drive? Control the clock again. Absolutely. I, I would agree with that. But you do got to think you can't get behind too much before the half because Lynette will get the ball. And we've got one receiver, two receivers, scratch that. Deloach and Barrett out wide, Pacey's under center. He's going to get the snap. It's going to be a give to number 11, Hunter Hammonds, and he lost two yards on that one. That'll bring up third and seven. You know, they've had a little bit of success passing. Uh, you would think they'd want to go back to that and try not to be one-dimensional. Yeah, third and about five right here. I don't see why we couldn't do a little swing pass, maybe a little wheel route by a tight end. Yeah. Try to get a first down. Absolutely. I mean, at this point, you're not getting anything going with the run game. You really need to try to mix things up. So we'll see what John Limbaugh dials up here. Eye formation again. Got two receivers split to the near side. That's Barrett into Loach. Pacey is under center. He's going to take the snap. He's going to drop back to pass. He got a pretty good bit of time. Fires one right out of Barrett's hands. Clean drop. Would have had the first down, and that will bring on Levi Phillips again. That could have been a first down for either team. Elijah absolutely. Whitfield was right there on the rebound, but he just couldn't that, get his hands on Absolutely. It. Both teams missed a, a big play opportunity right there. But got, it wasn't a perfect pass, but it was definitely catchable, and he just dropped the ball. Yeah, those are the catches you're going to have to make. Absolutely. No pun intended there on that one. <laughs> well, Levi Phillips will come out, and it looks like even though he fumbled it last time, Tico Williams is back deep to return, and he's going to step up a little bit. I guess he don't know what kind of leg Levi Phillips has got on him. Bull's getting set up. It's going to be a snap. They're not coming after it. Phillips boots one deep. A beautiful spiraling punt that'll land at the 25, back to the 20, to the 15, to the 10. 
and it'll be down at about the nine-yard line. And it looks like there's another flag on the field in this one. We'll take that, too. Absolutely. I mean, that was a beautiful punt, man. I don't know who is looking for a kicker, but I'm going to tell you, Nick Saban is somewhere looking at Levi Phillips because, by golly, they need a kicker. Yeah, well, Will Rackard's perfect so far, but, you know, he's, eventually he's going to be gone. And, hey, take a look at Levi Phillips. He's pretty good. Is he perfect on extra points? Because I know he ain't kicked any field goals. I think he is perfect on extra points. And they waved the flag off, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, if it was running into the punter, then that was just good because, you know, you don't want to waste another play on a punt. So if it was running into the kicker, I like the call there. But it's roughing the kicker, different story. But I didn't see anything that indicated roughing the kicker. But Lynette will take over deep in their own territories. It wasn't a problem for them last time to punch it in. Let's see. We got Goodman in the backfield. Alongside Madden, two receivers split out to the near side, one to the far side. He gets the snap. It's going to be a hand to Madden. And Madden's going backwards to try to go forward. And he might have gotten back to the line of scrimmage, but it looks like it'll be a loss of about one. Uh, it looks like they're going to give him two yards on that. Oh, wow. Huh? I guess they were deeper back than I thought, but okay. Well, the line of scrimmage wasn't where I was thought, but that's deep in their own territory. So I guess we have kind of a bad angle on it right now, but two-yard gain there. We'll see what they do right here. And that's where we need about five or six black jerseys in the in the backfield and try to get, get some negative yards out of this offense. Absolutely. Goodman going to work again. Same setup as last time. Goodman takes the snap. It's a hand to Madden. Madden's going to burst through the middle of the field. He's at the 30, to the 40, to the 50, to the 40, to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. He's in for the touchdown, 14-zip. Lynette, I don't see any flags. Didn't look like there was any penalties. With 10 minutes and 30 seconds left to go before the half, Lynette just busted about a 93-yard touchdown run. Yeah, that was pure speed. Once he got got through that hole that his offensive line opened for him, he was gone. Absolutely. Great play by those guys. Great hustle by Madden. But you got to be thinking, if you're the Wolves, if you can't get any go, anything going this next drive, then uh, this one might get out of hand pretty quickly. And so we'll see if they go for two again, and it looks like they will. And see what the officials are doing. They're not going on the go-ahead yet. Now they have it. Goodman in the backfield, one receiver to the far side, two to the near side. He takes the snap. He's going to give it, and I don't, I don't think he got in there, and that was number 10 on the carry, Elantio Cheeks. Two-point conversion is no good, so it will stand at 14 to nothing with 10.30 left to go in the second quarter. We're going to take a break from the action. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports. Swin the Printers serves all your printing needs. As a full-service printer, Swin can do everything you need to complete your project. If you can dream it, Swin can print it. Swin is dedicated to providing high-quality printing and excellent customer service to businesses and individuals alike throughout the Coosa Valley and beyond. Call Gary, Janice, or Clay today at 256-245-3236 or visit Swin online at swinprint.com. Come. 
high school football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coach Pines Federal Credit Union. I'm Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett. And Lynette Panthers are getting ready to boot this one deep as they got a 14 nothing lead early in the second quarter. It's going to be a short kick that's going to be fielded by Evan Baker, it appears. Or no, that's Zeke Deloge. He's going to take it up the middle, and he got about to the 38-yard line. So, you know, pretty good starting field position for the Wolves. And uh, two drives ago, the Wolves were at the half-yard line about to punch it in, and that Lynette defensive line, which is just brutal, was able to hold them out of the end zone. Uh, tough call for the officials, but I believe they got that one right. And, uh, Jacob, if you're the Wolves here, you got to get points, or this one could get out of hand in a hurry. You know, I was just thinking to myself, would this be a perfect time to run that little flea flicker we ran last week? I think it would be. You know, Lynette's pretty dialed in now that it's, you're going to run the ball. they got a pretty decently comfortable lead at the moment. And uh, so if, if you throw that flea flicker and score or even get down a scoring range, you're right back in it. Shotgun trio formation, two receivers to the near side. The Loach takes the snap, gives to Baker. Baker's going to be pulled down by Cajun Story. Looked like a little bit of a face mask, but he could have just had him high on the jersey, and that'll bring up a second and about 13. Yeah, it looked like his hands was on top of his shoulder pads. That was a good, uh, actually a good no call. Right yeah, they've been throwing that thing all over the place, so I think that was a good no call. But uh, that'll bring up second and 14, not second and 13. And uh, middle of the field. We'll see what Coach Limbaugh has dialed up. His offense hadn't been going. If it wouldn't have been for them penalty markers, and they wouldn't be where they're at now. Shotgun trio again. Baird into Loach out wide. Pacey takes the snap, and he's going to give it to Hunter Hammonds, who runs it up the middle. And by the hair on his chin, he might have got back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it looks like Limbaugh's just going to stick with running the ball. Now it's third down. You need to think about going downfield. Man, I would be airing that thing out. This was our criticism of the Wolves' offense last season and why they averaged about 13 points a game. you got to open up the playbook, which they did wonderfully the first two games of the season. And and I just hate to see this Wolves team play conservative because they got a lot of talent both sides of the ball, and they're capable of hanging with this Lynette team. Shotgun trio, Deloach and Barrett out wide. Deloach takes the snap. He steps back. He's got time. He steps up. He's being chased by Story. It's a pass to Cadence Barrett. He's going to have it all the way down to the 40-yard line, and the whistle should have been blown, but the ball was stripped out. Horrible call by the officials when the ball it should have been blown dead as he was dragging players. Horrible, horrible, horrible call, and Lynette will take over at their own 38. Yeah, his forward momentum was stopped right there. Usually that warrants a whistle. Should have been a whistle. If I was Coach Limbaugh, I'd be begging with him to try to uh, maybe overturn that one because that was, um, yeah, I don't agree with that one at all. Don't know what they seen at all there. Whistle should have been blown. Yeah, Limbaugh just turned around and walked the other way, you know, not yeah. to try to argue with it. He's already pleaded his case one time, and it didn't work. Absolutely. Well, we'll see what they do there. Is officiating crew this week we have seen was not the officiating crew we saw last week, that's for sure. And we got Goodman steps back. He's got plenty of time. He's going to run. He's going to be around to the far side. Missed tackle by Baker, who actually held on to his jersey and stopped him about four yards short of the first down. Uh, so Lynette will have a first or a second and four. 
uh, from their own 46. Eight minutes and 30 seconds going to half. Down 14 nothing on the first explosive play by the Wolves. You fumbled the ball on a horrible, horrible, horrible call by the officiating crew of not blowing the whistle. And so now your defense has to stand strong once again. Yeah, you got to shake that play off and move to the next. That's right. That's right. Goodman takes the snap, steps back to throw again. Has nothing happening. He's going to run around the far side. He's going to have the first down. Steps out of bounds about a yard past the first down marker. And so that will bring up first and ten at right at midfield. Yeah, you can't let them break the game wide open right here. You're letting them run all over you on this drive especially. I don't think they've thrown a pass. Absolutely. Well, we got a score update for you. Childersburg's up 14 to nothing way down at Goshen, and that's down below Troy, if I recall correctly. And so you want to definitely get that win because if not, that's a long ride home. At the end of the first quarter, it's still Lynette, 7 to nothing over B.B. Comer. Well, LaFette's got a... Uh, slim lead over the Tigers, so we'll see what that what happens with that one. Gets the snap. Goodman's going to hand it to Madden. Madden's going to break up the middle. He's got five yards, six yards, seven yards. Can't go down. He finally gets a gain of about 12 yards as the Wolves were trying to get him down, but they couldn't. Tell you what, Madden shows you why the weight room is important. He had about six or seven guys on his back. He got about six or seven yards. And the score update is now tied Lafayette and Comer at seven apiece. Man, that's a close game, and you got to think if you're Comer, that's a must-win. Well, really, either team's a must-win because Lafette, you know, that's that's crucial for the top of this region. Goodman gets the snap. He's going to fake it. He's going to fire. That was a bad throw, and uh, so that's second and ten. That'll bring up, and that was the first play that they didn't have a gain. I, I yeah, think. Yeah, I was going to say that's their first offensive miscue, and that's what we need to do is get people in the backfield and. Start disrupting this quarterback. I couldn't agree more with you, Jacob. They need to be getting in the backfield, disrupting this quarterback, and, and not letting them run the ball at will. As now we got Isaiah Green in the backfield, number six beside Goodman. Two receivers to the near side, two to the far. He steps back. He's going to pass. He's going to fire. It looks like it was a caught pass about five yards, and that was number nine, Tico Williams. So this brings up about a third and five. Uh, for them, you gotta think this is four down territory for them. Yeah, and you know they're capable of doing it, but this is where you need to stop them on third down. You haven't been able to so far. This is where you need to start turning things around before it gets ugly. Yeah, if you're the Wolves right here, you definitely wanna wanna get a stop and try to get the ball back and get something going. As they got a 14 nothing deficit, seven minutes to go in the second quarter. Madden in the backfield, alongside Goodman, the quarterback. Sends a guy in motion that's going to be a give on an end around. He's going to have 5 yards, 10 yards, 15 yards, 20 yards, 25, 30. He's in the end zone. That's a touchdown, but there's a flag. This one's coming back. This is the and first was, flag this drive, ain't it? Yeah, and that was Bryant Story Jr. I don't know if he's akin to Caden Story, but had about a 36-yard touchdown. And that was a hole, so that'll turn a touchdown to give them a 20 nothing lead into third and 15. So uh, the Wolves got to capitalize on that. Now, now you have them behind the sticks. You need to keep them behind the sticks. Fourth, force a fourth down situation, and hopefully they'll punt the ball. Absolutely. You want to get out of this half with, with at least three points, and the Wolves are capable of scoring. Uh, I've seen good burst at the offensive side of the ball this evening. They just can't capitalize. As Madden's back in the backfield with Goodman. 
Two receivers split out to each side. It's going to be in motion. Takes the snap. It's going to be faking the balls on the ground. Right there. It's time to carry that little piece of momentum the Wolves just got and turn it into. You've got to take advantage of those miscues, and that's what they did right there. Wow, what a play by this Wolves defense. And I believe it was number 12, Cadence Barrett, who actually got on that ball. And uh, so now with six minutes to go in the second quarter, you're down 14, got a chance to score. And it looks like we got a timeout on the field. We'll take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Pebble Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You've always said half lemonade, half sweet tea. Now you can just say Sunjoy. Swing by your local Chick-fil-A today and enjoy the same great taste of Chick-fil-A lemonade and freshly brewed sweetened iced tea with a new name, Sunjoy. Get yours today at Chick-fil-A Silicaga. Register now for free lunch Friday from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. You could win free lunch for up to eight in your office from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. Visit Mix 1065 radio.com for more details and to register. Jacob, we look like we had one that might get out of hand, but then a flag and a fumble later, the Wolves are right back in this thing. They're down 14, six minutes to go. They got good field position. You got to capitalize. This is where I think we need to open that bag of tricks. Absolutely. Deloach steps back. Caden stories after him. He's running around, running around, being dragged down. Jukes a few men out of eyes, ah, taken down at his ankles. For a loss of seven, doing everything he could do to get away from that defender, but it just wasn't enough, and that'll bring up second and 17. So they went backwards. Yeah, I think that would have been safe to try that little shovel pass into the ground. But well, incomplete call. I like the call there. I told them they need to open it up, and I guess they heard me from up here, but not the result you wanted, but I like the play call there. Uh, I think it was good play call to try to get something going on the offensive side of the ball. But... Um, but uh, we'll see what they do here. Second and a, a long, long seven. Uh, I guess we'll just call it eight. See what they do. They're looking over at John Limbaugh. And, Jacob, what do you do in this situation? They call a timeout, apparently. Well, that's looks like that's what they're going to do. Five twenty-six, twenty-six left to go in the second quarter. Down 14. Wolves take a timeout. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Childersburg Primary Care's Dr. Jared Spear in studio talking about Encella treatments to help cure urinary incontinence. Dr. Spear, the the go-to feeling that you have, like you gotta go, the gotta go feeling that you have when you go to the bathroom. What is that that you're feeling there for 
the urge to go? What is controlling that? Well, definitely, like you said, it's the urgency, and it's the communication between your bladder to your brain. But what really helps you clamp down and be able to hold it is strong pelvic floor muscles. And with time, um, those get weaker, especially in women, but a lot of times in men. And so that urgency gets worse. When when these women feel the need to go to the restroom to make it to the bathroom, man, they got to get there quick because they don't have those strong pelvic floor muscles. And we can help strengthen them and rebuild those muscles and give them better control. That's Encelatrix treatments at Childersburg Primary Care. Incredible, non-invasive, painless way to help cure urinary incontinence online at ChildersburgClinic.com. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett. We got a special guest this evening who y'all heard from earlier, Mr. K.J. McCurley, the man himself. And before they even get lined up, there's a flag. And it's on the Wolves, and I think it might be 12 men on the field. Well, a substitution infraction, another five yards. Uh. But you asked me before Limbaugh called a timeout, what would I do in this situation? It's time to start thinking about going downfield. Yeah, I agree. You know, you didn't have success that first pass play. Well, heck, do it again. I mean, throw the ball, open up the field. You know you're not getting success with running. I mean, you know, what's it going to cost you? Two or three yards, you know, if you can't get back to the line, which is what the running game's doing now. Yeah, you're right. Well, he got two receivers, three receivers split out wide. The loach in the backfield, high snap. He gets it, and he's thrown down at about the ten yard line. Wow, not a good play there, as that's going to put him at about third and Marble Valley to go. Yeah, we've talked all week, all week last week about how good Kaz Duke was, and he hadn't missed a snap. I thought he just snapped a little, little too high. Yeah, I think he's like ninety-nine point nine nine something percent rate. So he, I think, I think you know that's pretty dang good if you can snap it that many times without messing up. Yeah, now now it gets you third and about half the football field heading towards Cedar Creek. Where yeah, he's about like he's about like the COVID virus. You got a ninety-nine point nine percent success rate. <laughs> Two receivers split out to each side. The loach in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff, safe give here. And they'll get back to the line of scrimmage, it looks like. And that was Hunter Hammond. So now you really get to see Levi's leg this play. Going with Levi on a punt. And, hey, let me tell you about that last punt. That was a beautiful punt negated by a penalty. Man, man, I'm going to tell you what. If he boots them down to the 25-yard line on the other side of the field, I'm going home. Yeah. And you're going to have to pull KJ out to do this game with you because I'm going to just be amazed. And somebody needs to sign him on signing day. That's right. Man, beautiful spiraling punt again. And it's taken at the 47. Missed that. Oh, he's on the ground. Number 11, Brian Story Jr., he looked like he was going to break free, and I got a worried there for a second, but he slipped down. I guess that dude's starting to fall on the field, and Lynette will take over a great field position. 3.48 left to go and before the half, and they got a 14 nothing lead. I think you try to get six here, and that'll give you a comfortable lead going into the half. You know, it might just be me or whatever, but I don't think I heard a whistle till after he slowed down. He knew he was down. I don't think the referee blew the whistle. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, it looked like he didn't. And I mean, he was so quick, I can understand. <laughs> but uh, we got Goodman in the backfield with Madden again. Trio to one side. 
Takes the snap. Gives it to Madden on the read option. He's around the left side of the field. He's back to the line of scrimmage. He's got five yards. He's got 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. There's one guy left to beat, and that's Mr. Levi Phillips. And he'll get in the end zone. Touchdown, Lynette Panthers. <sighs> Man, this is you, you got to stop that. You yeah. got to find something to do to stop that. They're going to give him the ball more often than not, and you know that. So Absolutely. You got to make those adjustments at halftime. Well, I'll say this about Coach John Limbaugh. I like the call at the one yard line, no matter what anybody says. I like the call at the one-yard line to go for it. It may have cost them a few points, but I like it. You're down 20, though, before half. Got to get something going. 3.30 to go in the half. The Wolves are down by 20 points. Goodman in the backfield. He takes a snap, and he's just going to keep it, and he's going to walk right in there and get it as he's taken down right past the goal line. That'll make it 22 to nothing, Lynette Panthers. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back shortly. Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at HeritageBreak.com. Second quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coach Pines Federal Credit Union. And has got a commanding lead over the Wolves, 22 to nothing. 3:30 left, going to half. They're kicking the ball off now, and it's going to be fielded at about the 20. It's going to be taken, and it looks like Zeke Loach broke through a hole. He's to the 50, to the 45. He's finally taken down at the 46-yard line. Wow, what a play. This is where you need to make the most out of every opportunity from here on out. Absolutely. By golly, this is the third time you've been across the 50. You've got to do something on the offensive side of the ball right now and get something going, get a little positive drive going, get something before the half. So we'll see what they do as they, they set up at the... 42-yard line of Lynette with a first and 10. We'll see what John Limbaugh dials up, 320 to go before the half. It looked like Jacob's wife came over here and gave him a cheeseburger with some ketchup. I know he's going to tear into that when me and, Jay, me and KJ are on for halftime. I'll tell you what, my little girl's running the concession stand 500 tonight. There you go. There you go. Deloach in the backfield. Two receivers split out to each side. It's going to be a snap give to Evan Baker. Baker around to the right side. Oh, he got a little bit more than it looked like initially. He got about three yards on that carry, but it looked like he was going to lose yardage there at first. Yeah, he found the edge, made a, made a little bit out of what essentially would have been nothing. But, hey, that's, that's going in the right direction. That's right. Three minutes to go before the half and ticking. Wolves down 22 to nothing. you got to get something going on the scoreboard here. And it looks like Baker's going to check out of the game. Levi Phillips going to check in. Two receivers each side. Loach in the backfield. Looks like he's got Cameron Hammonds. Takes the snap. He's going to fire it over the middle. And, oh, he got lucky. 
that Isaiah Green wasn't there to intercept that one. And it looks like a little bit of rough in the passer. I can't tell. My eyes wasn't on Pacey, but um, he got hit pretty hard at the end of that play, and I'll bring up third down. Yeah, it's going to be a no call right there, but Pacey just threw a laser and hit that back judge. I don't know if you caught that. I think it got a square in the face. Really? Yes. Oh. Uh, well, poetic justice. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I didn't want him to get hit in the face. I don't, I don't like, no. I didn't want that to happen, but it was kind of funny that it did. Have you ever watched a college football game or NFL game see so you get one of them get hit? And you, as long as they're okay, it's funny. But if they ain't okay, then it's not yeah, funny. I but, like watching the reels on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. And all that. Two receivers out to each side. Deloach in the backfield. It's going to be a fake to Baker. He steps up, fires a bullet to Levi Phillips. Out of Levi Phillips' hands. He'll be intercepted by number 12, Elijah Juan Whitfield. And that's our second drop we've seen this evening on pretty good throws by Pacey Deloach. And, um, that one's not on Pacey at all. Levi Phillips just dropped that pass. Yeah, and that's that's why the tip drill's important in practice. You know, that defender was right there. Levi tipped it, and it fell in his hands, and he knew what to do. Yeah, that he did. And, man, if, ah, if you're Levi, you got to be beating yourself up on that one. That was a first down and probably more. And that was a good throw by the Loach. I mean, he lasered one in there. Didn't have a lot of time to put it. Put it where it needed to be. And just not caught by Phillips. Goodman goes to work. He runs around to the far side. He airs out one long to number 11, Bryant Story. And luckily for the Wolves, it was overthrown. So that will bring up second and ten. If Story would have stuck his arms out, that would have been six. So we're very fortunate that he heard the footsteps behind him and he he just ran it out. Yeah, you don't want to go into the half with a 30 to nothing deficit. So... Let's see. Let's see what the Wolves, if they can stand strong. 2.23 to go before the half, and they're down three touchdowns or 22 points. And, and you just don't want to be in this situation if you're the Wolves. Two receivers split out on each side. Man in the backfield. Excuse me. Goodman in the backfield. He takes the snap, drops back, and he's looking, looking. He throws a short one hopper, incomplete. He was looking for Tacon Williams, Tico Williams, sorry. And I'll bring up third and ten. So maybe with the Wolves, you might get the ball back here. That's where you need to clamp down and get them in a fourth down situation, and hopefully they'll punt the football. Yeah, well, uh, I don't think they'll be going for it down there, but, hey, they might. You never know. Usually when a team has success on offense like Lynette has, you never know what they're going to try. That's true. Goodman in the backfield, Green alongside him, and it looks like we're going to have a timeout by Lynette Panthers, 217 left to go. Before the half, and uh, we'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Omnia is proud to have been a part of Silicaucus since 1992 and is delighted to be a contributor to the continued growth of the Marble City. Omnia strives for the very same excellence at their workplace as student-athletes do in the classroom and on the field and court. Omnia says good luck to all Silicaucus Aggie athletes. To learn more about the innovations at Omnia, visit omnia.com. That's O-M-Y-A dot com. Omnia, supplying superior products throughout the southeastern and southwestern United States. The 
second quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. Presented by Coach Pine Federal Credit Union. We got a, a lineman there for Lynette trotting back on the field. They're facing a third and long here on their own 20-yard line. And uh, 217 left go before the half. They're down 22 to nothing. Uh, the Wolves are. Takes a snap. It's going to be an end around, and it's oh, missed tackle in the backfield. Another missed tackle. Levi Phillips finally wraps him up, and he keeps on fighting, and he's going to be about a yard short of the first down. That brings up fourth and one for Lynette, but he should have been taken down in the backfield. There was about three or four missed tackles. Yeah, that's where you practice finishing plays, and you should have finished that play, and you would have had the football in your hands. I think Lynette's going to go for it right here. Yeah, and the famous words of John McKay, he said one time that we didn't do a very good job of tackling tonight, but we made made up for it for not blocking. (laughs) Yeah, I have a score update. It's Comer 14, Lafayette 7. Oh, that's going to be a big game for Comer if they can bounce back and win that one. Um, Crucial game to see. It looks like Lynette's the front runner for first place right now, but that's key to see who can get that second place spot. Yeah, but our Wolves need to bounce back in this game tonight. Lynette can break this thing wide open. There's two minutes to go till halftime. They get the ball back to start the half. They're probably going to get a first down right here as the chain gang comes across the field. Man, and on that play, Jacob, if they get the first down, they really probably deserve it because you missed three or four tackles when you could have had them for a loss of yards right there. Missed three or four tackles, and now you're giving up a first down. Yeah, I mean, even if this is fourth and inches, you know Lynette's probably going to get it, going to go for it. They're probably going to get it. That's going to be the case. This fourth, fourth and inches. I just saw the head referee give that signal. But yes, I would expect Lynette to go for it right here. Why not? You've had success all night. Now they might play it safe and punt it, but I don't see that happening. Uh, with two minutes to go to the half, up 22. Why not just send the offense back out there? But. Let's see. It looks like they may be sending. No, nope, I see the quarterback out there. So they may try to get them with a hard count, and if that doesn't work, they may try to punt. But if I was them, I'd, I'd just run it right up the gut. I tell you what, though, Blake, I, this is a good crowd we have tonight. Man, everybody showed up. Then I don't think there's an open spot in this stadium. There's not even an open spot down in the standing room by the fence. Man, big game here. And, uh,. Wolves are hopefully they can get back in it and make it a game, but because right now it's not looking good. Down 22 with two minutes to go in the half. Lynette is thinking about it, and I think they're they're going to just go straight up and go for this thing. Got one or two receivers out to the far side, one to the near side. Goodman sits back, takes the snap. It's going to be a give to Madden. Madden is going to get around the edge, and he's ooh. That's close. Did he get it? Yeah, he did. That's going to be a first down for the Lynette Panthers. you got to stop that. You know Madden's going to get the ball more often than not. And you know even if you leave all the receivers open, the quarterback's shown he can't really put one on the money like we seen last year. And um, But it's Goodman in the backfield with Madden once again. you got two receivers split out to the far, one to the near. Takes a snap, fakes it. It's going to be a pass caught at the line of scrimmage. He's going to have five yards, ten yards, breaks a few tackles, spins around. He's going to have a game about 14. So, well, uh, 
I'll see what if the wolves can hold them or if they're going to score here because it it's not looking too promising if you're the guys in black and gold. And Lynette's going for that hurry up. Yep, good good time to practice two minute drill with 117 left to go. You got a 22 point lead, so we'll see what they do here. Quick huddle, three receivers to the near side, one to the far. Goodman in the backfield takes a snap, gives it to Madden. And missed tackle by Dakota Ogle. Another missed tackle. He's got about 12 yards before he's finally taken down. Yeah, that's you've got to finish the plays. There's another opportunity to have him in the backfield, and he slips out of it and gets a first down. It don't make a lick of difference if you're in the backfield if you can't make a tackle. And that that's just, you know, truth of the game. Three receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Once again, is the setup for the Lynette Panthers. Under a minute to go. Goodman takes us now. He drops back. He's got all day. He steps up to run it, and he's got a wide open field, 10, 15, 20 yards, and he's finally upended by number two, Pacey DeLoach. I ain't never seen a quarterback tackle a guy like that. That was a good good tackle by Pacey. I guess y'all could probably hear the crowd's reaction to that. That was a big hit by DeLoach. That was. That was a big hit. Clean hit, too. Um, so... We'll see here. 22 to nothing is still the score. 42 to go and ticking. Drops back. Got plenty of time once again. Looks at his check down. Doesn't take it. Runs around to the left side of the field. He's got 10 yards. He's got 12 yards. And finally thrown out of bounds after about a 13-yard gain. And so that'll stop the clock with 30 seconds to go. It looks like Lynette's going to try to put this one out of reach, Jacob. Opportunities in the backfield. We're not getting to the football. And when we do, we're not finishing tackles. Yeah, this has been a disappointing performance by the guys in black and gold so far this evening. We'll see what they can do here. 30 seconds to go. Caden Story trots out on the field. I'm not sure if they got him on the long line or at tight end. And it looks like we got a timeout on the field by the Wolves. We'll take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net. And uh, we'll be right back. Coosa Valley MRI is open and ready to serve you when it comes to scheduling your MRI exam. Hi, I'm Robin Angelo, Director of Coosa Valley MRI. We have implemented COVID infection control measures to keep you as safe as possible. We make the scheduling process easy no matter where your health care provider is located. Simply have your physician call or fax in your MRI order and we will handle the rest. Coosa Valley MRI, where patients come first. Learn more at Coosa Valley this is the second quarter of Fayetteville High School football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coach Pines Federal Craig Union. Myself, Blake Bagley, alongside Jacob Bassett, here for the call. And it's not looking good for the Wolves. Down 22, and Lynette's knocking on the door. 30 seconds left to go for the half. Goodman steps back. He fires one right into the hands, across the field for a slant. That's going to go into the end zone. Touchdown, Elijah Whitfield. Levi Phillips on the coverage right there, just outmanned. Yeah, yeah, good coverage. Not much you can do on that one. Just got right by him, and that's gonna put you. At, it looks like it might be thirty to nothing before the half, and and that's somewhere you definitely don't want to be. So, we'll see what they do. They're gonna go for two again because they got a kicker that probably can't kick the ball. 
That's my assumption. And take the snap. It's going to be a handoff. And taken down. He's in. And that would be number 10, Cheeks. So uh, with 24 seconds left to go to the half, uh, you got Lynette 30, Wolves 0. And uh, I think for the Wolves, you catch this ball with a fair catch. And I think you kneel the ball and get in the half because this has been a bad performance. Yeah, I was just fixing to ask you, don't you think it's time to sit on it and get us into the locker room? Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in that locker room. I know that much. Because uh, Coach Mark Reed's probably going to not have nice things to say. I'll tell you one thing about Coach Reed. Both games this year, that highlighter hat hasn't made it out of the locker room after halftime of both games. By golly, in order for us to get back into this one, he's going to have to go burn that, that lime green hat in order for us to get back into this one. Yeah, I went to the Limbaugh's office after the game against Woodland, and it was sitting on the couch in his office. And I asked Reed, I said, Reed, why is your hat sitting on the back of this couch? I didn't see it on the so He said, I got mad and threw it down and forgot. If he got mad at that one, imagine what he'd be saying at this one. You can only imagine. Whew. I wouldn't want to be there. And I didn't play football, but so I don't know how, how mad he gets. But I know a guy that did play football, Mr. Andrew Morgan, and he's saying he ain't going to be happy. And uh, Coach Reed does not settle for less than success. It's booted. It's a little squib kick. It's caught at about the 48-yard line by number 50, Kaz Duke. Kaz Duke. And it looked like the, on the coverage team that it was trying to drill him while he was on the ground. And there is a flag on the field, and this might be targeting. That flag was just laid on the ground. And you're right, it might have been targeting because Kaz had the – He was on the ground. And he missed him, but if he had made contact, there wouldn't have been a doubt about it. But I, I think this is going to be a 15-yarder in favor of the Wolves. At least unnecessary roughness right here. Yeah, that, I, I would say that's a good call. Um, if you're going to throw it out, I'd say that one's a good one to throw it out at. And the thing about targeting in high school, there is really no review because you have no way to review it. So if it's called targeting, it's just that. It's targeting. Yeah, we'll see what they do on this one. But, yeah, I, and, man... You're going to be at the 40-yard line. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's targeting. And 20 seconds left to go to the half. You're down 30 to nothing. If you're Coach John Limbaugh, that's a 15-yarder down to the 40. Excuse me, they're going to keep going down to the 38. If you can get about 10 yards, Levi Phillips can kick that ball. Yeah, I didn't quite get a number on who that was. Was it number 13? Um, I can't tell, but they they just snuck by getting to play next week in the first half because they'll set out this half and they'll get to play next week. Yeah, Won't they end it the first? They'll get to play next week, right? Yeah, that's just one half. It's just one half. That's good. But uh, the Loach in the backfield, three receivers to one side, one to the other. He steps back to pass. Stories on him. He airs it out to Zeke the Loach, and he was being held. By number 12, Whitfield, and that's a bad no call. He had his jersey all the way, and that was catchable. And so I don't know what they were thinking on that one, but that was definitely a flag. And if it, just ran down there and pleaded his case. The referee shaking it. How could you shake your head right there? At the one you called earlier, which wasn't even there, that's just horrible play call. These guys need to get themselves checked out or something because that, that is wow. Horrible call. Horrible, horrible, horrible call. I know we're not supposed to bash the rest, but hey, when it's there, it's there. I mean, how could you not on something like that? But uh, we'll move on to the next play. 
And uh, 12 seconds left to go to the half. You're down 30. I think you air it out again. Air it out deep. We got two receivers to the near side, two to the far side. Deloach takes the snap. He drops back, and he's running around, and he's being grabbed. He's getting out of there. He's running around. Fires one deep. He's caught it in. That was awesome. Is that the shot in the arm? Is that the shot in the arm the Wolves needed? By golly, that wasn't a drop. You're still down 23 points, so let's not get too excited. But still, that's some life in this offense. And why couldn't they have done that earlier? Man, what a play. We've been saying the whole game, go downfield. We go downfield right there, took a shot. And we Man. got six on the scoreboard. Yeah, that was a... Uh, Great play is Levi Phillips on for the extra point. They came after. That's through the goal post. The Wolves are on the board with seven points. And uh, they got a 30. They're still down by 23. They got a lot of fighting left to do. But, uh, hey, how much you want to bet that field goal was kicked off the block and not Pacey's foot? Uh, I bet it was. Coach Limbaugh said we weren't going to be kicking that off no foot now. He said he'd go buy one if he, he had He said, well, yeah, we ain't doing that trash no more in the famous words of Coach John Limbaugh. But that'll bring us into the half. Uh, where both teams get a break, and I know that that maybe that touchdown will give them a little mercy in the locker room, but you're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back shortly. You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm agent Albie Steers in Silicaga. Online at albiesteers.net. extra energy to make it through the day? Allen Brew Market has monster energy drinks, candy, and snacks for that quick pick-me-up. At Allen Brew Market, they mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. real estate agent, you want someone you can trust. Whether you're looking for your forever home, looking for an investment property, or that great lake house to retire to, Area Real Estate is the group you want on your side. Their experience in the industry and being a member of the National Association of Realtors guarantees that you'll get the best deal on your next property. They serve all of this area, including Lake Martin. Check their website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Central Alabama Community College prepares you to be work-ready for free. Enroll in the Ready to Work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2017 to enroll. Classes are free and offered online. Don't let this free online training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2017 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free online class. Call 256-378-2017. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. 
Savor new flavors with the new Chick-fil-A Lemon Kale Caesar Salad. Served with warm Chick-fil-A grilled nuggets, zesty lemon wedges, shade parmesan, and a lemon Caesar vinaigrette. It's full of refreshing bites to pair with a beautiful day. Available for a limited time. Get yours today at Chick-fil-A Silicaga. Register now for free lunch Friday from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. You could win free lunch for up to eight in your office from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. Visit kicks1003.com for more details and to register. Dr. Jared Spear in studio from Childersburg Primary Care. Dr. Spear, M-Sculpt is the way to go when it comes to strengthening muscles either in your core, your buttocks, your arms, your calves, your thighs. For those people who might not regularly be able to do so, tell us about it. Yeah, so M-Sculpt is this great new technology we have at the office that, as you said, it can build, uh, define, sculpt muscles in any of those targeted areas, whether it's abs, uh, buttocks, thighs, arms, can hit in that biceps, triceps area. Whatever area you're trying to get a little more muscle and definition, we can help you with. And this is for men and women. Absolutely. Men and women both benefit from this. It's an incredible service to your body to help create that wellness factor and of course, cosmetic as of well. Course. You look better, feel better. 100%. Childersburg Primary Care in Childersburg, online at ChildersburgClinic.com with the M-Sculpt treatments. Hi, I'm Cindy Pennington, Tottega County Revenue Commissioner. As the Extra Point sponsor, I want to make a point to let you, the taxpayer, know that we are here to serve you. Whether you're buying a car tag, paying property taxes, or conducting other business, our staff is there to help in a friendly, efficient manner. Many of these transactions can be handled by mail or online, or visit us at the courthouse or our Mumford Oxford location on Highway 21 North. Go live. Paid political advertisement by Cindy Pennington, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner. Ever wonder why your friends are all members of Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union? It's the low auto loan rates, great checking accounts, and digital services with no fees. But most of all, it's the people helping people philosophy of caring for its members and communities. That's why Coosa Pines was voted best credit union, best auto loan, and best financial planning in the Coosa Valley for 2021. And why we say Coosa Pines is where you belong. Find Coosa Pines FCU on Facebook. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. This is Glenn Sisk, CEO of Coosa Valley Medical Center. Deciding whether or not to get the COVID-19 vaccine? Well, consider the effects of the infection, many of which can be long-term, including possible death, versus potential short-term effects of the vaccine. We need your help to get things back to normal because we're all in this together. Learn more at alabamapublichealth.gov slash COVID-19 vaccine or check with your local pharmacist or Coosa Valley Medical Center where free vaccines are available in the main lobby on Wednesday mornings. Are you looking for extra money? Coosa Valley Recycling pays top dollar for aluminum, copper, brass, steel, old appliances, and even old cars. Coosa Valley Recycling is located a few miles southeast of Sylacauga on Highway 280. They're open Monday through Friday. Call for hours and rates at 256-245-4300. Coosa Valley Recycling, where the customer gets paid. Cup of the month is Morning Rush. It's chocolate chip cookie dough espresso with chocolate chip cookie dough bites. But if that isn't your cup, they have 25 other flavors and a variety of sugar-free flavors as well. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Silicaga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Hello. 
I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. on Noble has something for everyone. Private parties, live music, and entertainment. The perfect date night. The best appetizers and wonderful entrees. Don't forget to check the Harvey's on Noble social media pages to stay up to date on weekly specials. Harvey's on Noble in Silicaga. Open Wednesday through Saturday. Harvey's on Noble. Voted best atmosphere and best entertainment venue in the Coosa Valley. Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence and Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. When you think of Marble City Pharmacy, there's one word that comes to mind. Family. It's Jacob and Jared Johnson. When our dad started Marble City Pharmacy, no one could have imagined what it would be like today. Now, nearly 20 years later, we've continued to serve you and your family. Thank you for trusting us with your health-related questions and medication needs. Marble City Pharmacy, here for life. Online at MarbleCityPharmacy.com. Don't get burned with rising interest rates and limited inventory. Contact the Girls on Fire lending team at Movement Mortgage. Whether you're refinancing or purchasing, they want to be your mortgage lending team for life. Check out Movement Mortgage Silicaga on Facebook, where you can also apply for a mortgage 24-7 with the Apply Now button. Or contact Movement Mortgage at 256-365-0294. Movement Mortgage LLC supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179. For licensing information, please visit NMLSConsumerAccess.org. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week. This is the Halftime Show presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. And, man, I know the Wolves after that is probably wishing it was the post-game show because that was an ugly first half. Yeah, I didn't think we was ever going to get to halftime, especially uh, after that first quarter where Fayetteville controlled most of the clock. But yeah. after that, it's, it's been all Panthers. That it has. First quarter went by pretty quickly, and then the second quarter felt like it just drug on us. About ten minutes to the third quarter kick, but I mean at this point I don't think you're you got a chance coming back and winning. What do you got to do if you're the Wolves? What you got to do the weather the storm here, Jacob? Control the ball on offense. Keep the ball out of their hands. Do what you did in the first quarter. 
to keep them off the field. I agree. When they have the ball, we've got to start getting stops on defense, finishing tackles. Absolutely. I, I think coming out here in the third quarter, you definitely can't give up a score on the first drive. Yeah. And after that, you want to try to get something going on offense. At least, I mean, a 30-14 to 14 game looks better midway through the third. Yeah, we took that shot downfield on the last play of the half and came away with six right there. That's what happens when you take those chances. You've lulled them to sleep running the football just about every play of the game. Exactly. You take a big shot downfield and look at look at what the result is. Yeah, and, and, and two, I know Coach John Limbaugh is going to get beat up for um, for going for it on that fourth down, but I like the call. I like the aggressive play call there and um, – I just think it was a good call all around. I think it was better than going for the field goal and playing conservative. Yeah, when you're playing a top team like Lynette, and you have them pinned back as far as you can possibly go without breaking the plane, why not try something like that? Yeah, I mean, I like the play call. It's aggressive. Hey, when you're an aggressive coach, sometimes it pays off, sometimes it don't. Unfortunately, it didn't pay off there, but you're still looking at a 30-14 to 14 game. I mean, it is two possessions instead of, instead of three, but... I mean, you know, you can still come out here and give Lynette all they can handle. You might not win the game, but you can still give them, you know, a lot. Yeah, another score right here would make that score more respectable when you're looking at the final later on tonight or in yeah. the morning. Because I think, uh, don't game outcome, how you played opponents, doesn't that kind of factor in when they start going into tiebreakers? I think so. Yeah, so uh, if they can get back in it and lose by, you know, just 10, 12 points, then you're looking good there. Um, but... I think if you're Lynette, you just come out here and just keep doing what you're doing. They don't look like they're coming out with a great game plan, but we'll uh, we'll see. But it looks like we got a score update. Jacob, what do we got? I have two score updates. From all the way down in Goshen at halftime is Chillisburg 28, Goshen 8. Ooh. And in Lafayette right now, the BB Comer Tigers are up 21 to 13. They were up 21 to 7. When they scored that 21st point, they kicked the football off. Lafayette ran it back, missed the extra point. That brings us 21-13 Comer right now. Man, wow. Uh, You hate to give that one up if if you're the guys in black and gold there. Um, So Lafayette, you know, they had that 7-0 lead, but it looks like Comer's kind of been doing them up since then. Yeah. Comer's, Adam Fawcett's done a good job there. You know, Comer's a very athletic team, and, Looks that like they they're going to be the team playing for the second spot right now, which I guess right now is going to be between them and Randolph County. Yeah, and, or Lafette now, if Lafette comes back and wins that game. But Comer, I've talked about this, and I was talking about this with some of their guys they have. If they're going to do something, this is definitely the year. Next year, I still think they'll make the playoffs, and they'll be a solid team. Don't get me wrong there. But I think if they're going to really make a deep run this year's the year, they got a lot of senior leadership, a lot of guys that are coming back for their third year starting. So I definitely think this year is the year. I don't think they'll have the athleticism next year. I think they'll have the talent. But you have athletes all over the field for Comer. I watched them when they played Chillsburg. Yeah. And anybody you gave the ball to could make something happen. Yeah, they they definitely got a solid team. And I, I think them and Lynette are probably the closest that you can be um, as far as Great teams. I think the edge goes a little bit to Lynette. Obviously, they won the game, and they got a little bit more size than Comer does. Yeah, Lynette's very athletic. Like we said earlier, Cameron's uh, Caden story put pen to paper, signed with Auburn. Yeah, he hadn't really been a factor. His dad's catch him on the sideline most of this game. 
Well, you got to think, too, they're probably saving him for the end of the season playoff games. I mean, you know, this game here, they got off to a slow start, but they were able to turn things around. But, man, you, if you're the Wolves, this has been disappointing so far. This is the best team you've had in probably the last four or five years. And you come out and lay an egg. I mean, that's that's basically what happened. Yeah, I was watching the game, and the quarterback kind of ran by Dakota Ogle. And Dakota is hands down the biggest player on our team. And yeah. The quarter, Their quarterback, uh, Goodman, is only listed at 165. But you just put him beside Dakota Ogle, they're almost the same size. Man, I don't know what they're smoking, but he ain't 165. No. And he's nowhere near 165. I'll tell you this, though. They know how to hit the weight room. That they do. They got a lot of size and a lot of athleticism mixed with the drive to do good, and that's why they're, I believe, the defending 2A state champs. Yeah, since they moved to 2A, I think they were 3A for a while, but they moved to 2A. And they, believe it or not, a couple of years ago, I think right before the reclassification, they were a 1A school. Really? Yeah. Wow. Man, I would like to watch them in Maplesville get to play. Uh, they won the 1A state championship for their first in program history. Then they moved up to 2A. The competition's about like it was in 1A. It's just not there for the Lynette Panthers. Yeah, I mean, I think you go back a few years ago, I think they were actually a 4 or 5A, like kind of like Coosa. You know, Coosa used to be a 4 or 5A, and then they dropped in classification as an attendance drop. But, man... If you're the Wolves, you got to come out here and do some positive things because those guys are probably going to be down on themselves uh, coming out of the second half. Well, we'll see when they come come out to our right. You know, they can't come out by our, to our left anymore because of the new field house construction. Yeah, I'm that's almost right. anxious to see if that highlighter hat stayed in the locker room. I can about guarantee you it did after that performance in the first half. A lot of missed tackles, a lot of missed blocks. Um, they didn't get Pacey a lot of time to pass it. Pacey had some great passes, and, and I know that interception will go down as him throwing it, but that interception should go to Levi Phillips. Well, let me tell you, let me ask you this. Lynette gets the ball back to start the second half. Do you think they add another score to cushion that lead and then start playing the younger guys, or do you think they're going to go ahead and start playing the younger guys? I think they're going to go out there and make that statement uh, and go ahead and score again and then put in their younger guys. That, that's personally what I think they're going to do. Um, but, I mean, we'll see. He may want his younger guys in. I'm not sure who they have next week. but uh, and that's, that's, That goes for the Wolves, too. You know, could we start playing our younger guys? We have... Vincent next week. Well, yeah, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good matchup. Last year, I don't. I hope those guys aren't calling games anymore because that was some bad officiating. But uh, that's always a competitive game. We got those guys here this year, and I, I think Fable can bounce back and get that win. But we'll see if they can bounce back in the second half and do some positive things. Yeah, I, I think Lynette. You know, like you said, they're going to come make the statement, but they have Lafayette next week. Oh yeah, that's a big one. They have them at home, so you obviously want to start saving your athletes for. A, a Imagine game. if you have a shakeup next week. If. Comer wins tonight, and then Lafette ends up beating Lynette at the chaos you'll have at the top. Hey, what is high school football without chaos? That's right. That's right. It's not fun without the chaos. That's absolutely true. But we're less than five minutes away from kickoff, and uh, so we'll take a quick break here listening to the Federal Football Halftime Show on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back in just a second. 
Hi, I'm Robin Angelo, Director of Coosa Valley MRI, business recipient of the American College of Radiology Accreditation and Joint Commission Best Practice Awards. Our vision, mission, and values at Coosa Valley MRI is part of our working platform of excellence that you deserve. COVID infection control measures are in place to keep you as safe as possible so you can focus on what is important, your MRI exam. Schedule your appointment today. Learn more at CoosaValleyMRI.com. Are you looking for extra money? Coosa Valley Recycling pays top dollar for aluminum, copper, brass, steel, old appliances, and even old cars. Coosa Valley Recycling is located a few miles southeast of Sylacauga on Highway 280. They're open Monday through Friday. Call for hours and rates at 256-245-4300. Coosa Valley Recycling, where the customer gets paid. Grace Cafe. The August Cup of the Month is Morning Rush. It's chocolate chip cookie dough espresso with chocolate chip cookie dough bites. But if that isn't your cup, they have 25 other flavors and a variety of sugar-free flavors as well. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Silicaga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. For a savory lunch, their chicken salad is made fresh daily with grapes and pecans or dried cranberries. They also have other sandwiches, soups, and assortment of fresh pastries. Order online for pickup or curbside. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Silicaga and Childersburg. You can also rent either location for parties and events. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Coming to a close as we're about to kick off the third quarter and and quickly, Jacob, what what are the Wolves got to do right here? I mean, they got to do something to try to, to to weather this storm a little bit. What's the one thing you think they can do to win the second half? Control the ball, control the clock, and somehow limit penalties. Yep, I would say that that's a that's a key for sure. And I think if you're Lynette, you you feel pretty comfortable right now. Uh, I think you just come out and you just kind of coast. I wouldn't do anything fancy. I'd just give the ball off up the middle every time, try to chew some clock and get out of here without any injuries. Yeah, one thing about Lynette, their offensive line is like a swinging gate. Every play is like somebody tries to run up the middle and he has daylight between him and the end zone. That he does, that he does. They got a great offensive line. And, and you know, this is a team 
that played against a 6A Valley team and lost by, what was it, a touchdown? I think it was just a touchdown. I mean, you're talking about a team in 2A classification playing against a 6A school, and I'm pretty sure Valley's a quite a large 6A school. You know, that, that's going to put a hurting on you. Do, do we have any updates on the Silicaga score? I have not seen an update on the Silicaga score. Oh, we do have an update on the Silicaga score. Uh, we have our guy on that with a score update. But it uh, looks like they're coming out. We're just two minutes to kick off here in the third quarter. Halftime at Legion Stadium, the Tallahassee Tigers have 26 points and the Aggies have 21. So uh, the Aggies right now 1-2, and two, but really 0-2 oh as they forfeited their game against Lincoln. And so you got to look. If you're Silicaga, you definitely want to bounce back right now. Yeah, Silicaga under new leadership. For the second time in two years, still looking for that first on-field win. That's right. Man, Coach Andrew Zow really had that team headed in the right direction. And who did they have before that? Uh, Matt Griffith, who was yeah. there for a very long time. Yeah, he was there a long time. You know, I had a guy that played for him one time that, that told me that his objective every year was to go 7-3 and three and make it to the second round of the playoffs. Well, you had to make it to the second round of the playoffs to achieve that goal. And that's something Coach Griff never did, so they figured that... Move forward with that program. We hired Andrew Zell. Clemson came calling. Who wouldn't want a job at a top-tier college program? I want to tell you, you might be regretting it after that week one performance against Georgia. I mean, how do you come out in 2021 and score three points? I mean, come on, man. I've seen a meme on Facebook that said, ain't no, ain't no sunshine when she's going. And without Trevor Lawrence, they're nothing. Yeah. Uh 26-21 yep. again, the Silicaga score. Yep, and uh, Childersbury looks like they're going to run away with that one against Goshen. But I know that Johnny Johnson is probably telling them guys we are not taking our foot off of their neck because of what happened last week against Realtown. They were up big last week, came back. and This ain't a, not to take away from Childersbury's performance last week, but this just isn't a Realtown team that you see. In years past, like teams that we've seen here, oh, good grief! I'm gonna tell you what that that real town team we played two years ago beat us like 70 to 15, and it is just in breaking news. Mark Reed does have the lime green cap on, so we don't know what we're about to see in the second half. So that makes you wonder how bad was it in halftime if he wasn't mad enough to forget it this time. Yeah. Maybe they got some mercy about that last drive. But you see him huddled up over there, Coach John Limbaugh with him. So we'll see what he does and, and what they do to try to get back into this game as we're about to kick the third quarter off. And, you know, we'll see what these teams do. But, man, if you're the Wolves, you want to at least have a positive performance in the second half. Beat them in the second half. You may not win the game, but if you can beat them in the second half, that really changes things. I want to go ahead and say before we kick off that we will be back home next week against Vincent. Obviously, a close game last year. Came down to the wire. And it's also homecoming down here in Fayetteville next week. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, that'll be great. Great matchup for a homecoming game. And, man, let me tell you something, too. Victory Christian, I thought we had them here, but we don't. We have them at their place because they forfeited against us last year uh, here. And that was one of our few wins we had of the season last year, but I think we had two road games after this home game, two home games, and then two road games. Well, it seems like anybody Victory Christian plays nowadays, they forfeit, because we were talking to those horseshoe bench yeah. coaches last week, and they forfeited it, on them. It seems like they forfeit games on the road that they don't have a good chance of winning against. I hate to call them out like that, but that's what it appears. Well, 
But bad it's not a region game. That'd be another region win for yeah, us. Yeah, right, that's right. Well, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. Anybody can any, beat anybody on any given day of the week. And if the Wolves keep playing like this, then they might have a few losses this year. But I think they're going to bounce back in the second half, as we'll see as uh, they're getting ready to tee that ball off. And I don't see Levi Phillips on the field. Oh, there he goes. He's like, oh, my bad. Didn't know he was about to get underway as he takes the ball over there. Probably couldn't find the kicking ball. He hadn't used it in a, in a while. That, <laughs> yeah. It's been about 20 minutes since That's he last true. used it. That's true. A lot can happen during halftime with the bands getting on the sidelines and all that. that uh-oh, they're kicking it off of Pacey's foot. Coach John Limbaugh is probably throwing a fit. I don't think they could find the tee. I bet you that's what it was. Oh, God. See how this goes. Levi kicks it. It's a squib kick. Taken by Green. He's to the 40. He's to the 45, to the 50-yard line. Wow, good starting field position if you're the Panthers trying to get this second-half drive underway. So we'll see what they're going to do right here. Yeah, great job by Cadence Barrett to wrap up and finish the tackle. Absolutely. He got by a bunch of guys. You know, he was actually running backwards when he caught that ball. Turned around and really made a difference right there. So so we'll see what they can do right here, and, and hopefully they can they can bounce back from the first half performance, that is, the Pebble Wolves, and see if they can get something positive going here in the second half. Two receivers split out to each side. Goodman still in the game with Madden in the backfield. It's just going to be a simple handoff up the middle. Madden bounces it to the outside, and he is not getting away from number 83, Peyton Kraft. He took him down in the backfield. That's second down at the line of scrimmage. There was no gain on that one. That's the kind of defense we need the rest of the game to get to where the football is. Wrap up, finish the tackle, and let's get him down without a big game. Absolutely. Let's see what they're going to do right here. Madden's still in the game with Goodman in the backfield. Two receivers split out to the far side, one to the near side. Goodman takes the snap. It's going to be a give to Madden up the middle again. He's going to break a couple tackles, and he's going to get about three yards on that one. And Dakota Ogle had his helmet ripped off once again. And that should have been hands to the face. Okay, they did throw the marker that time. That was a good call. This one should be coming back. Making about second and 25 here. On a hands to the face when he loses his helmet, does he still have to sit out a player? Because it was a penalty, can he still stay in? Man, I, I don't even know. We're getting a nod that, yes, he can stay in if it's a penalty. So. I'd like to thank our rules expert, Mr. Andrew Pickle Morgan, joining us tonight. Absolutely, yeah, keeping us informed because I, I didn't know that. I know they done got soft in college football. I don't know if that translated to high school ball as well. Yeah. Now, I guess he's coming off the field. Limbaugh's going to tell him to sit this one out. Yeah. And they're doing a lot of talking over at midfield. Where's Pete Ward when you need him? You know, I remember we, back when I was in school, we had a referee named Bill Booz. He'd just throw a flag because it was there. And I'll tell you what, all the conversations, we wouldn't get home until oh, no. the fucking night. Dakota Ogle's going back on the field. So it looks like the penalty was the personal foul on both teams. I don't know where it was for the Wolves. I, maybe they, they started the commotion. I, I don't know, but 
offsetting penalties. Three receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Caden Story is actually split out wide. It's going to be a handoff up the middle, and he's going to be taken down short of the first down. It's going to bring up about fourth and two. Now it's number 10, Cheeks on the carry. I, I think they're going to go for it right here. I don't see anybody in a hurry to get back to punt formation. Uh, I don't see why they wouldn't just go for it right here. I mean, well, maybe you should just because – well, maybe you should punt just because get your kicker some practice because we ain't really seen a kicker on the field today. You don't see a pooch punt? Nope. And uh, first down and more. Cheeks. If he wouldn't have fell down, probably had a touchdown, and that was about a 15-yard gain. I think the grass is starting to get a little wet down there. Yeah, I think it is, as we're 10 minutes left to go in the third quarter. 30-7, to Panthers got a lead, and they're on the other side of the field. We'll see what they do with this one. They kind of go in with a quick huddle. Three receivers split out wide to the near side, one to the far side. Madden and Cheeks, excuse me. Goodman and Cheeks in the backfield. Goodman fires a short one to his receiver that is going nowhere. There was not a missed tackle on that one. Great job by the defense to sniff that one out, know where the football was going. Hey, we wrapped up and made a tackle right Yeah, there. he wasn't going anywhere. They took him down right away. So that'll bring up second and long for him right here. You know, we go back to that play before that. If there was ever any football player that deserved to be in the Hall of Fame, it's the grass. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've had a lot of good tackles over the years. And what do they call it? That turf monster. That's right. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near. Brings a man in motion. It's going to be a wide receiver jet sweep around in. He's got five yards, 10 yards, 15 yards, 20 yards. Is he going to get caught? Uh, he's going to be horse collared at about the five-yard line. That's going to be a no call because he didn't pull him down. He just grabbed him by the shirt. So still a big gain down to about the nine. I think he was trying to let go of the jersey because he knew he was going out. The momentum was going to carry him out of bounds. Trying Man, to let go of the jersey. I'm going to tell you, that was a quickster, Deshaun Walker. So he he busted around the edge there and missed tackles. Is It's going to be a handoff. Nope. Man's going to keep it step back, throws it to number five, Caden Story, in the end zone, and that's going to be six. You know, I wonder if Brian Harson watches Caden Story and – Look at the hands he just displayed there. He, he showed hands last year. Yeah. Can we see him line up at tight end for the Tigers hey, this year? Hey, it's possible. I mean, even though he's a big guy, when you get to college and pro level, he's definitely, he could be a tight end, well, uh, no doubt. What was that guy's name that Auburn had last year, that big tackle that they use at tight end? I don't even remember, man. I wish KJ was still here. You know KJ could tell. Oh, yeah, KJ would be able to tell you. 36-7 to seven lead, they're going to line up the two points because they can't kick a field goal, from my understanding. With the snap, it's going to be a, nope, it's going to be kept by Goodman, and he's going to be in for two. That gives them a 38-7 to seven lead, 8.58 left to go in the third. We're going to take a quick break here to listen to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coach Pines Federal Credit Union. Hi, I'm Cindy Pennington, Tallia County Revenue Commissioner. As the Extra Point sponsor, I want to make a point to let you, the taxpayer, know that we are here to serve you. Whether you're buying a car tag, paying property taxes, or conducting other business, our staff is there to help in a friendly, efficient manner. Many of these transactions can be handled by mail or online, or visit us at the courthouse or our Mumford Oxford location on Highway 21 North. Go live. Paid political advertisement by Cindy Pennington, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner. 
Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. If you're just joining us, we're just under four minutes into the second half, and Lynette just got them a touchdown. That puts their lead at 38-7 to over the Federal Wolves, and they're getting ready to tee the ball up to kick off. It's going to be a short kick which is going to go out of bounds, and that's there comes the flag. Bevel will get good starting field position, and can they do anything with it? Did it go out of bounds at the 35 or before the 35? It's going to be the mm. question. I don't know, but that'll either way, it'll set them up with pretty decent field position. Let's see where they spot it here. J.J. Pagas was that Auburn player I was trying to think of. Yeah, I think I remember him now that you that you say that. Size of a tackle, they lined him up at that tight end H-back that Gus liked to throw at you. And it was pretty good. That might be what Harson used the story for next year. Hey, know? man, you might be. Man, Gus had some good play calls at the end of the game when he was getting blown out, man. Other than that, though, he was just, ooh, I'm glad we got him out of there. Usually the best play calls is when you're – down big or up big, and you yep. just start opening that playbook. You just start trying stuff. You're like, oh, I didn't know that worked. Well, the Wolves are going to take over here at their own 35. Pacey's in the backfield with Hunter Hammonds. Two receivers to each side. Takes a snap. He's going to fake the give. He's going to fire it. Oh, and it is dropped by number 12, Cadence Barrett. And they are lucky that that ball wasn't intercepted by Whitfield. Yeah. Whitfield Man. was... Whitfield was in the area, and so was Walker. Man, Either that one of them could have put their hands on the football and caught it. So we are very fortunate. Yeah, that that's uh, the third drop by these guys tonight. One of them resulted in an interception, and uh, that was almost another interception. So, so we'll see what they can do here. Two receivers split out to each side. The Loach is in the backfield with Evan Baker this time, and he's going to take the snap. He's going to roll to his left side. He's going to fake the pitch. He's going to go up the middle. He keeps on moving, keeps on moving, missed tackled. And, wow, he may have drove himself all the way to a first down. Should have been a gain of three, but he kept carrying guys. And that will be a first down for the Wolves. That is why you never give up on a play. First contact, he didn't go down, and he just kept those feet moving. And That's right. Down. That's right. Wolves, like I said, got to see what they can do to compete here in this second half. And uh, see what they can do here. They line up at their own 46. Haven't crossed midfield in a while. Let's see what they do. Two receivers split out to each side. He's going to send his brother Zeke in motion. He's going to fake it around the end. Pacey's running, almost fumbles, holds on to the ball. He's sacked for a nine-yard loss, bringing up second and 19. I'll tell you what, this Lynette defense is fast. Oh, yeah, they're fast, man. They They can keep up with probably anybody in 2A football in the state, and that's why they probably will repeat as 2A state champs. Even their bigger guys are matching the state of our running backs and receivers. That they are, Jacob. I look over, we saw that big number 70 on the line earlier. It's like, golly. But you know what? That big number 70, they could play running back for Lynette if you wanted to. They sure could. That's going to bring up second and 19. Wolves, two receivers out each side. Takes snap, fakes it to Hunter Hammonds. This defense is all over Pacey. Gets out of there, fires it, and it's off the hands. And that was number 26, Hunter Robertson. So this brings up another third and long. I think it was also off the shoulder pad of Will Darden standing on the sideline over there. Yeah, yeah, it looked like it hit somebody on the sideline, but... 
Let's see what they can do right here. 721 to go to the end of the third. They got a 38 to 7 lead. The Panthers do, and you got to start thinking they might want to pull their starters soon so you don't risk injury. Yeah, I think it works for that on both teams. That's right. You got two receivers split out to each side. Deloach in the backfield with Hunter Hammonds. He takes the snap, drops back, defense all over him once again, steps up, throws a beautiful pass down the field, and he just overthrew Zeke Deloach. But, man, how did he even get that ball off? That was a smart throw by Pacey. He saw the pressure coming, and he had just enough room to get that arm in motion to throw the ball downfield towards Zeke, and that was a good play defensively. Yeah, that was good play there by the – and the line for Lynette, and that'll bring out Levi Phillips to kick to Tico Williams, who's back deep. Elijah Juan Whitfield on the coverage. Oh, looks like we got another returner here. As Phillips gets the snap, he steps into this one as there's no pressure. Beautiful spiraling kick that is going to be fielded at the 30. He's to the 35, kicks it upfield to the 40, to the 45, to the 50. Gets a few blocks, cuts it around the other side of the field, 45, 40. He's got one man to beat. That's Levi Phillips down to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. He's in. Touchdown. Or was that? That was a bad chop block. Cut him bad there. Wow. Bad no call. Once again by this officiating crew. And that was returned all the way to the end zone. And, man, that was uh, bad no call there, but it should have never got to that point, Jacob. Limbaugh's down there pleading his case again. And something tells me Limbaugh might be thinking about sending the tape. Yeah, I might think about it if I was him, but you just got to move on, and it's not like it's going to impact the outcome of this game. It's a handoff to Madden up the middle, jukes a guy, he's in untouched for another two-point conversion, and so that'll make this game 46 to 7, 648 left to go in the third. We'll keep it here, and Jacob, so far, they're getting beat 16 to nothing in the second half. Yeah, that's all about that speed and strength of Lynette. We knew they had it coming into this game. Limbaugh said, told his guys the opportunity was there. We've just missed every opportunity yep. that has been placed before us. Yep. Started with missed opportunities on that first drive. They couldn't capitalize on two personal fouls. Then they had another one come their way, and they couldn't capitalize. But, you know, still I like the call there at the goal line. But... Man, you know, this this team is so well, so much improved from last year's team, and, and I just expected a better performance tonight out of them, Jacob. Coach Story's been there a long time. And not to mention, this football team has a lot of emotion they're playing with this year. A lot of people don't know this, but me reading in the circles that I read in about football programs across the state, lost everything in the fire. Their football team lost everything in the fire. And teams from around our region actually donated to help them get new jerseys, new office equipment, football equipment, and all that. Man. Usually a team that has that kind of moment of emotion. That's right. Usually plays their best. And at the end of the day, it's more than just football. You know, it's more than just going out and playing. It's about learning and preparing you for life. But they're getting ready to kick it off. That's going to be a deep kick fielded by Zeke Deloach at the 30s to the 35, and he's 
still going for progress. Probably got him to 35. And they're going to give it to him. Yep. Yeah, well, so we're not going to give it to him at the 35. It looks like about the 26, 27 yard line. Well, it looked like he did regain his footing. So uh, they'll start over. They'll start at their own 26. But as I was saying, you know, at the end of the day, just because they're your football rival, don't mean you can't help them out and contribute to the greater good. Because it, it, you know, high school football is great and we love watching. But at the end of the day, you know, it's more. It's more than just just the game, you know. It's preparing these guys for life and preparing them, as Coach Limbaugh said, how to be good dads and good husbands one day. And so, you know, it's more than just football for these guys, uh, especially on the coaching staff. It's all about teaching the kids, you know. And so, which Coach Limbaugh does a pretty, I would say, great job, excellent job, more better than anybody I've ever seen. Two receivers to each side. Loach takes the snap. He's going to give it to Hammonds up the middle. He's going to get nothing. He might have got back to the line of scrimmage if he's lucky. You know, Lynette just keeps doing what they're doing. They're getting to the football, and we're overmatched no matter what position. Yeah. Lynette is going up with, with and the, uh, on their defense. No matter what we try to throw, we're getting dominated. No yeah. No other word to describe it. That we are. That we are. Well, the Loach will line up with Evan Baker to his side. Two receivers split out to each side. He takes a snap. He drops back. He's got a lot of pressure. He fires a bullet, which is caught by number 22, Zeke DeLoach. Steps out of bounds, and he's hit. And there's a flag on the on the play, and that should be a 15-yard penalty on Lynette. Yeah, Isaiah Green came up running his mouth. Act like you've been there before. You're on a championship football team. You're up 46 to 7, almost 40 points, and you're running your mouth. That's yeah. You need to just move on to the next play. I agree, man. You know, you got the win. Just just chill out and let everything go. But it looks like they might have been pulling to the wool side of the ball, like they might have called that on Pacey. I mean, on Zeke, rather. And that's what they're going to do. Well, I, does, I don't. I don't know if Andrew Morgan wants this headset, but I'm about to have to go to Air Some officials tell them what they need to do because, by golly, they ain't doing their job tonight. At the least, that should have been offsetting penalty. That should have been offsetting. That's the worst call in the history of calls since Vincent last year. Wow. I mean, I watched the tape of them guys at Vincent and said, I think we can outdo them on bad calls. By golly, they've been doing pretty well tonight. So... I don't even know how in the world this is third down for the Wolves. It's going to be third and 16. The Loach is going to take the snap. He's going to drop back. He's going to fire it, and it's going to be incomplete to Zeke the Loach and some taunting by the other team. But that'll bring up fourth down and Levi Phillips onto the field. Tell you what, Levi Phillips can punt a football. Man, yeah, he can. He's gotten the Wolves out of some trouble last season, year before, and this season. So. We'll see what they do. Yep, they're going to send Levi on the field as we're 5.43 to go before the half. And Lynette's up 46-7. to seven. We're going to put Green back deep. Yep. And we'll see how far Levi feels. They might come after this one. They might just come after this one. Yeah, just close to the end zone. We're going to come yep. after it, put the game away. Maybe by the fourth quarter, start playing the younger kids. Yeah, I would have thought we'd already seen them, but we haven't yet. Wobbly kick. Oh, it's fumbled!
Wolves were on that ball. I'm sorry we went silent there, but I'm just trying to figure out what's going through these officials' heads. Good grief, this is horrible. It looks like they're fixing to give the ball to Lynette. I don't know. I don't know if they got a Walmart where these guys are at, but maybe they should go get their eyes checked at the eye care center at Walmart. They're open seven days. Okay, there we go. Good call there. I was about to say, man. I think they heard you. I think they did, too. (laughs) But, uh... Something. Yep. With 9.28 left to go in the third quarter, it's Comer 21, Lafayette 19. Comer 21, Lafayette 19. I guess they missed that two-point conversion. Are they in the third or fourth? I They're missed in that. in the third quarter. In the third. That's a good game. Comer coming right down to the wire again. Wolves take over here. First and 10 from the Lynette 49-yard line. The Loach with two receivers set out to east side. Takes a snap. It's going to be given to Hunter Hammonds, who is going to lose about a yard. Yeah, this is where you need to start t- trying to take shots downfield. Yeah, absolutely. I think you need to stop playing serve, but you probably want to chew some of that clock out so you can get out of this one too. So we're five minutes to go with ticking in the third quarter, and it's a 46 to seven you know what lead like for the net. What's that? See him get to the 30 yard line to see Levi kick one. Man, I would too, man. Just, just, just get 10 for him, man. Just, just let Levi kick one. He's out there playing receiver, so hopefully we don't get him too tired so he can't get enough leg in that kick. Two receivers each side. Pacey takes a snap. He drops back. He looks for his check down. Steps up. Fires to Hunter Hammonds for a first down to the 15. Excuse me. He picked up 15 down to the 30-yard line. Deloge waited to the last second to throw that one. He took a lick, but he got that pass off. And Wow, what a play. Uh, it looked like the the, uh, the offensive line quadruple team, Javante Cooper, because he was down there. There's like six jerseys around him. I think that was the difference in that play, bringing the, your biggest guy down. Yeah. And letting Pacey be able to swing that pass out. Absolutely. Let's see what they can do here. They go to work inside the 30. Deloach, two receivers to each side. He takes the snap, and he's gonna. it's going to be a QB power. He's going to get 5, 10. And he's down to the 20-yard line. Picks up 10 yards on a sweep for the quarterback around the right side of the field. What I tell you, yep. we might be seeing Levi kick one yep. here in a minute. We might. As that brings up second and two, I, I thought he picked up 10, but he picked up eight. Still a good play nonetheless, so we'll see what they do here. I'd love to see six right here, but you know I Levi deserves it. He, he needs a big He does. Goal. He does. We're under four minutes to go in the third. They're coming out in the same formation as before. The Loach with Hammonds in the backfield. Two receivers set out to each side. He's going to call for the ball. Low snap. He's going to fire it over the middle of the field on a slant to Cadence Barrett. A little tugging on both sides. Good no call wide official. That'll bring up third and two. Yeah. I'd like to say I'd, I'd like to thank uh, Levi and Pacey for joining us on the Coach Limbaugh show last night. Oh, yeah, man. That was great having those guys on, man. And, I mean, it, it just refreshed to talk to young guys. They really care about the team, great leaders there uh, for that team. And I loved it when we was doing picks, and Levi said he was going to go with the NFL team, man. That was the highlight of my night. It's a safe pick. That's right. Two receivers each side again. The Loach calls. Oh, that's going to be encroachment on the defense. And that was a good acting job there by Cadence. Uh, yep, encroachment on the defense. A little hard count by Pacey. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And my our center's name just slipped my mind. Now, Kaz Duke, Kaz. I wanted to call him Caden, but Kaz Duke 
did a good acting job there. He stayed still, and they came right after him. So that'll bring up first down for the Wolves at about the 21-yard line. So well, they'll go to work now. New set of downs, 335 left going to third. Two receivers to each side. Deloach takes a snap. He fakes it to Hammonds. He drops back defense all over. He'll go down with a sack about six yards high on the line in the middle of the field. Just couldn't get away from that defense. Yeah, the defense is quick. Yeah, he didn't have much time to throw on that one right there, and he was doing all he could to escape. It looks like Coach John Limbaugh for the Wolves is going to take a timeout. We're going to take one with him. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. This is Glenn Sisk, CEO of Coos Valley Medical Center. Deciding whether or not to get the COVID-19 vaccine? Well, consider the effects of the infection, many of which can be long-term, including possible death versus potential short-term effects of the vaccine. We need your help to get things back to normal because we're all in this together. Learn more at alabamapublichealth.gov slash COVID-19 vaccine or check with your local pharmacist or Coosa Valley Medical Center where free vaccines are available in the main lobby on Wednesday mornings. High School Football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Chris Powers Federal Credit Union. Blake Bagley here alongside Jacob Bassett. And uh, so, Jacob, it looks like the Wolves were knocking on the door, and then they had a negative play there, and John Limbaugh decided to burn one. So we'll see what they do here. They line up in the I formation, facing the second and 17. Takes a snap. Deloach drops back to pass. He's got somebody all over and grabs his jersey. Looks like he's going to go down again. Hellman is taking off. Plays blown dead. That's going to be a 15-yarder. Wow, I ain't never seen a face mask that obvious, and neither had the officials. So they went ahead and threw that yellow handkerchief. Yeah, great call by the officials. It's about time they called one. They've been playing around the, our players' heads all the <laughs> time. That they have, Jacob. you got to be careful. That, that could have seriously hurt. Yeah, and I'm glad they blown that one dead because one good hit, and you know that could have knocked his lights out. Well, due to the penalty, though, Pacey gets to stay in. Who? Who? Yep, yep, he sure does. I was going to say, who will they run out there at quarterback? But it it looks like, you know, Jacob, we don't really have anybody who's a solid secondary backup for this Wolves team at quarterback, kind of like we, when Blake Manchin was here, we did. But who do you think comes out and uh, plays quarterback for this I team next year? I can tell you year? who, Hunter Hammonds. He played a lot of backup last year. Uh, he did. I forgot about that. It's going to line up in the eye formation. Two receivers to the near side. The Deloach steps back. It's going to be a pass again. Same guy's chasing him down. He gets away from him. He's got all the time in the world to throw. Another defender comes out. He airs it into the end zone. And that's going to be tipped away by number 11, Bryant Story Jr. Almost had a pick, but he tips it down. That'll bring up third and long. And that tells you about the speed of that defense. He was nowhere in the area when Pacey released that football, but somehow no, managed how, to find it. How did that end up being a – how was that second down? Because wasn't there a flat – wasn't there a face mask on that where his helmet was ripped off? What in, what, what in the world? That should have been a first and ten. Well, we thought they knew – well, I ain't even going to say what I was thinking. We beat them up enough tonight. 
They line it up in eye formation, two receivers to the near side. The Loach under center again. He steps back to pass. He's going to fire one, and that's going to be a one-hopper to Cadence Barrett, incomplete to the left side of the field. He took a lick there, but that was a clean hit. So now we'll probably get to see Levi Phillips come out to kick one. Let's see what they do here. Looks like they might leave the offense on the field, though. I'm not sure what they're they're deciding on doing. It looks like they are. Hey, we're going to see a Levi. Oh, uh, we're going to see. And this ball is on the 21-yard line because apparently the officials didn't call a face mask even though somebody's helmet was ripped off. So that don't make any sense. But Levi Phillips out here to kick through. It's in. Oh, that's no good. I don't look like they had a great hold on it. So he missed the field goal. We'll keep it here. It's we're two minutes and 31 seconds before the half. And, man, you got to think as Lynette takes over, they, they're going to send their backups in. they got to, man. Uh, it's, it's, it's time to start thinking about that. They have a big game against Lafayette next week. you got a 39-point lead right here. You should have your backups in. And it looks like they do have their backups in. Great sportsmanship by those guys. Man. Tell you what, it's been a long game. Man, it has been a long one. It has been a real long one. Now they got one receiver to the far side, two to the near side. It's going to take the snap, and it's going to be a give to the left side. It's got five yards. He's got got about seven yards before he's taken down. And that was number eight, Walker on the carry. I'll bring up second down and about three. So we'll see. They line up for about a second and two. They gave him a pretty good spot on that one. As uh, the new quarterback we have is Markavius Atkinson. So we'll see what they do. Three receivers to the near side, one to the far. Atkinson in the backfield. It's going to be a fake. He's going to fire one over the middle in good grief. Roderick Booker just dropped that one. That would have probably been six, Jacob. Yeah, there's a lot of daylight. That's been the case for Lynette most of this game. And when the plate, when the ball snapped, you could drive, you could drive a big car through it. Yeah, you could. I probably could run through the hole they're creating. Not really, but um, they're creating a big hole for their guys up the middle. But they take over here, third and two. Two receivers to each side. Takes a snap. It's going to be a give up the middle. He's got five yards, ten yards, and he is. That is a touchdown saving tackle. And I can't get the number on him, but that's number 26 for the Wolves. That would be Hunter Robertson. Hunter Robertson, touchdown, saving tackle. He jumped in front of that guy and tripped him up, and uh, he just saved them from giving up six points as we're a minute and 40 left to go before the start of the fourth quarter. In the backfield, Axon takes the snap. It's going to be just a give up the middle. It's going to be about an explosion for about six yards there, and that was number eight. Walker on the carry, so we got Walker and Axon in the backfield now. Great and I, job by number 51, Austin Jones, to wrap up and not let go and just use use that big body to bring him down. Absolutely. Same formation. They send a the man in motion, and it's going to be an end around around the right side. He's got five yards, six yards. The flag's going to come in, and I'm not sure what that's about. That was They picked up the first down, and that was number 15. And Mecco Trammell. Penalty flag for holding. Oh, yeah, it looks like this was going to be coming back. So there's a break there for the Wolves. As 
we're about to the fourth quarter, and they're down 46-7. to seven. So we'll see what they do here. Second and 13 now for Lynette. And uh, they got three receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Atkinson back there again. He takes the snap. It's going to be a fake on the give. Going to be a screen pass to the far side of the field. He's got five yards. He's got ten yards. And he runs over number 83 for the Wolves. And uh, that would be Peyton Kraft. Got a, got a big dose there of that Lynette offense as he got ran over on that one. Axon, no huddle. Three to the near side receivers, one to the far side. And it looks like we got a timeout on the field. Not sure who this one's going to be on yet. Uh, and they're moving the chains. Oh, looks like they picked up a first down on that last one. I thought so. I was wondering what's going on there. But, yeah, they picked up the first down on that last play. They're lined up. Three receivers to the near side, one to the far. Axon takes the snap. It's going to be a giver on the right side. He's got five yards, ten yards. 15 yards, and he's drug out after about a 19-yard game by Cadence Barrett, and that would be number 35, Monta Dunson, on the carry. So a lot of different guys that can carry the ball for this net team. You know, we need to start keeping them in bounds and let that clock run. Yeah. Yep, nine minutes to go. I mean, nine seconds to go in the third quarter, 46-7 to is Lynette. They ran away with this one. Takes a snap. Axon's going to pass. Screen pass. And almost a missed tackle. The Wolves wrapped him up. Now will bring us to the end of the third quarter. You'll listen to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. Presented by Coose Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back shortly. You need a local insurance agent. Someone that lives in your community. Someone that can be there at the drop of a hat. Like a good neighbor. State Farm Agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm Agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm Agent Albie Steers in Silicaga. Online at albiesteers.net. Sports Network presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett, and it has been a long, long night as we start the fourth quarter. Uh, down 46 to seven, and Lynette has the ball. I tell you who else has a, is having a long night. That's Goshen. Childersburg's up 48 to seven on Goshen right now. Man, bless them, dude. That's. Whew. I, you know, I'm proud of Childersburg, and I'm happy for him. Johnny Johnson puts so much into that program, man. He's got his guys playing at a high level. And uh, I'm I'm just happy for them going on the road and getting that win because, you know, that's a long ride back. Yeah. Uh, David McCurley, you know, he calls the Childersburg games for kicks 100.3. He said he's been dreading this one. He called me before the game, and we'll tell you after this play. Yep. Axon fires over the middle, and it's caught on his shoulder by number two, Jalen Gibson. That'll be a touchdown. So 
They're up now 52-7. to seven. And if you've got any ounce of sportsmanship, you need to just kneel this ball here. You know what? If I was up this big, I'd try to kick it. I would too, man. I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen? Looks like they're going to go for two. Oh, they're definitely rubbing it in this evening. Atkinson sends a man in motion. He takes a snap. It's going to be a give up the middle, and he's going to juke a few guys out and walk in. So 54-7, to they're laying it on this evening. And uh, so we'll see what they do here. Wolves. If you're the Wolves here, then uh, you got to come out and try to run the ball and run some clock out, Jacob, because this one ain't been a good one. Yeah, you got to start thinking about it. It's time to... Time to go to the to the house and David McCurley just texted me and said it's, it's 48 to 7 with 5:47 to go. And he called me before the game. I was getting ready to leave work this afternoon. Yeah. I said, "Let me tell you where I'm at." I was like, "All right, tell me." He said, "Goshen has no convenience stores. They have two other little stores and a church, and that's all it is." So. Talk about a long ride when you're not around anything. That, that anything. sounds about like Febble, doesn't it? <laughs> But yeah, man, that's that's uh, man, I just I'm so happy for those guys, but it ain't been the same thing here at this one as Febble has gotten just blistered tonight by this Lynette Panthers team. Yeah, we showed promise early in the or should I say just about the whole fourth quarter, keeping the ball out of their hands, and it seems like every time they've had the ball in their hands, they put it in the end zone. That they that they have, and so we are 11:47 to go in the game. Wolves are set to receive, and we have number eight Walker teeing it up for the Lynette, and they're going to kick this one deep. And this cat crowd starting to thin out just a little bit here after this performance and it's booted to about the middle of the field and it's going to be called at about the 30 number 82 Solly Brooks Brooks took it for about 6 yards and they'll set up shop at the 40 yard line on the far hash tell you what while they're doing the change of possession I like to say hey to both of our better halves who were able to attend the game tonight absolutely absolutely I was glad to have the support um, she likes to come to the home games, but she's not very into the away games, and I don't blame her. <laughs> well, you're not raising. You better get ready to travel. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, shout out to my little girl, Kenley, too, for running to the concession stand and getting me some stuff. I tell you what, that concession stand has some good food. Man, yeah. I remember they used to they used to keep pizza in there, and they used to have Chick-fil-A sandwiches, but I don't think they do that anymore. But That hamburger was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh. I know he ate it quick because when I stepped aside and came back, he had it eat. Shotgun trio, Pacey gets the snap. He's going to hand it. And I think that's Baker that's going to power it forward for about three yards, but he carried the pile. And you got to think for the Wolves, you're going to let this play clock run all the way down before you snap the ball again. And if that play clock's ticking, the game clock's ticking. That's right. That's what we're waiting. I'll tell you somebody else who I'm glad to see tonight. Somebody, so he's a Fayetteville staple. That's Mr. Lawson Payton. Yep. It ain't right to come to a Fayetteville game and Lawson Payton not tell you your name and your birthday. I that's right. Lawson's a good kid. Man, yeah, he's smart, man. He remembers everything, too, man. That, that's just great to see him. Out and about tonight, they line up the shotgun trio again. Pacey's going to give it this time to Baker again. Baker's going to 
carry it probably back to the line of scrimmage, and that will bring up third down and medium. And I think Lynette's not going to burn. They have a full full allotment of timeouts, but I, I bet that scoreboard will say three timeouts left when this one's up. Yeah, I believe it will, too, as we're at about ten minutes to go until the end of this one. And I think the fat lady was singing at halftime, Jacob. That fat lady was singing opera at halftime. Yep, she sure was. As Deloach checks out of the game, and Baker checks out of the game as well. And Deloach checks back into the game. A little confusion there as they come back to the line. Now we got Cadence Barrett split out to one side, Deloach on the other. Pacey takes the snap, and he steps back. And he's going to fire to Zeke DeLoach. Zeke DeLoach jukes a man out. He gets down to about the 32-yard line. So that was a very big pickup there oh, on a third medium. Great little pitch and catch by the brothers DeLoach right there. That's been a good combination all year. That it has. You may be down, but you're still not really out. You still need to show that you still have the heart and the will and desire to play, and Pacey made something happen right there. That's right. That's right. That's the first down for the Wolves, and they go to work at the 33-yard line, and first and 10, near side of the field, down 54-7. to Trio, two receivers split out to the left, one to the right. Deloach steps back. He's scanning the field. He steps up. He fires to the left side of the field deep, and it's caught by the Barrett caught that ball, but he made up for them drops earlier. I tell you what, that was a good pass by Pacey. It's something we should have done all, all game, and not to take away from that play, but yeah, you're playing against some of the second and third stringers, but still, that shows, you know, you're still trying. That's right, that's right, and uh, so you can take a little momentum in the next week, as they line up to kick the extra point. It's snap. Levi's kick is up, and it is good. So now the Wolves will kick off as they're down by 40. Nine minutes to go in the fourth. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Football Game of the Week on the Fellow Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines, Fred Union. When you think of Marble City Pharmacy, there's one word that comes to mind. Family. It's Jacob and Jared Johnson. When our dad started Marble City Pharmacy, no one could have imagined what it would be like today. Now, nearly 20 years later, we've continued to serve you and your family. Thank you for trusting us with your health-related questions and medication needs. Marble City Pharmacy, here for life. Online at MarbleCityPharmacy.com. of Fayetteville High School Football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. Everybody two-time Federal Credit Union play alongside Jacob Bassett uh, for this call on this one. And it has not been a great night. Definitely not what we saw last weekend. Um, Wolves underperformed a little bit, but this Lynette team is nasty. Levi Phillips, after a score to put them down 54-14, to is... Kicking it underway, and it's a short kick that is fumbled at the far side of the field, but picked up. He's at the 40, he's at the 45, and uh, finally taken out of bounds about the 43-yard line, and that was number 14, Kadarius Gulby. 
on the return. And I apologize if I couldn't say that last name correctly. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Blake, I was excited tomorrow, Saturday. You get to sleep late, but our Auburn Tigers play at 11 o'clock. That morning. they do, and I probably won't be tuning into that one. Well, I, I was told this morning I have to go to work in the morning. I get off at 12, so the score should be 21 to nothing by the time I get off. Maybe so. Well, uh, we can, you know... I'm not as nervous because Gus ain't there, but on a Gus coach team, it might be 14-3 to at halftime. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Auburn looked good last Saturday. They did, man. I hope they keep it up. And so right now i got a score update, Comer 29, Lafette 25. I'm not sure how much time's left to go in that one. Um, but that's that's what we got right now. So they're in a battle there, and hopefully those guys can pull it out. It's a handoff up the middle from Atkinson. He gives it to Walker. And Walker picked up about eight yards around the far side of the field on a dive. And I don't think Lynette's going to run the hurry up. But, I mean, they are getting getting back to the line pretty quickly. But I just let some of this clock run out. I'd let it run, too. Point. You're under nine minutes going in the game. you got a 40-point lead. We'll see what they do. Two receivers to the near side, one to the two to the far as well. Atkinson takes the snap. It's going to be a give up the middle. He bounces around. Burst up through the hole and picks up about seven yards before he's dragged down. And uh, there's a... Pushing and shoving after that. Yeah, there's a little bit of pushing and shoving. There's a penalty marker, and this should probably be offset penalties on both sides. So we'll see what they say. You know, that may be a good football team not to take away from that, but they... They have more unsportsmanlike conduct penalties than any team I think I've seen. Yeah. So that's going to be called on Lynette, and I'm not sure what happened, but I would have probably called that one offset if, if it were me, Jacob. And the funny thing, after I, I said that, Keonday Holiday just walked up to the head official and gave him his flag back and said, here you go, this might be yours. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Lined up, two receivers to the far side, one to the near. Atkinson, he's going to give it to Darrell. Darrell burst up through the middle for about six yards. Well, he's still going. About seven yards, and uh, I think they made up for what just happened. Yeah, they almost got all those penalty yards and then some. Yep, under eight minutes to go, 54-14 to 14 is the lead for Lynette. So... Still checking on that Comer score to see if that was the final or if that is late in the game. Let's see what they do here. Atkinson in the backfield just snap hands it to Rail again. To Rail around the right side, he burst into that hole. He's still going, and finally he stopped after about a seven or eight yard gain once again. Yeah, that's one thing. If you're going to bring them down, no matter how what what year they are or anything. Everybody on this team is strong. You're going to have to bring them down to first contact. That that, that you are because all they're going to do is build momentum. But it's 3.13 left to go in the third quarter and Comer's up 29-25 to 25 on the Lafette team. They're in a battle and you got to think, man, that's a that's a must win for both teams. You want to start out the season region play. Comer already down one game. Um, but see what they can do. Two receivers lined up to the far one to the near. Axon Takes the snap, and it's going to be a handoff up the middle. And he powers his way for about six yards. And that was Walker again on the carry. Him and uh, Dunson have been swapping carries. Not Darrell, it's Dunson. And, um, so that will bring up second and five. 
6.30 to go and ticking, and we'll see what they can do. Yeah, I'd like to see the Lynette stat line for tonight. I, and I can only imagine how many r- running backs they've used. So I mean, it's a long list. Oh, yeah, they've used title quite a few. And it's going to be a snap again, and this time Axon is going to keep it around the left side. There's a flag on the field as he was taken down by, it looks like, number 34, Atticus Jacks, but there was a flag in the backfield, and I'm not sure what that, that's about. So we're waiting for the call. Officials talking it over there at midfield. At this point, none of these calls are really going to determine, you know, change the outcome of this game. Yeah, but Atticus was coming towards the sideline, like doing his head, like maybe an ineligible receiver downfield. Maybe, uh, possibly a face mask. I don't guess a Rolodex has come to the ineligible receiver downfield call, so maybe they might want to use that one now. <laughs> yeah, they ain't called that one yet. Oh, this is going to be a hold, it looks like. Like yep. Whose line is it anyway? Seems from a hat. Let's pull one out of the hat and see what the call is. Yeah, see what they can do. But, uh, oh, block below the waist. They had to make up for that one. They missed on that punt return earlier. So that brings up about second and 22. And a heat timeout for both teams. But, man, this is a cool, crisp evening. And I'm, I'm glad it's, it's football weather, man. But we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, as they take a break on the field, you're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coach Pines Federal Credit Union. This is another money moment from Sycamore Federal Credit Union. Did you know the more money you pay down, the lower you can get your payment? Come see us to get you in that ride. Sycamore Federal Credit Union, online at sycamorefcu.com. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Football game of the week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Chris Pines Federal Credit Union, Blake Bagley here alongside Jacob Bassett. And the Wolves showing a little bit of sign of life here in this second half as they've uh, they've kind of kept up toe to toe here and have only been outscored by eight points in the second half. And uh, so we'll see as Lynette still has the ball facing a second and very long two receivers to each side, three to one side, one to the near side. Atkinson takes the snap. He gives it. It's going to be a sweeper on the right side. He busts through. Gets the first down. He's still going. He's going to be gone. And that was Walker. And now they've busted 60. And they'll probably go for two again. Uh, they're going to call that one back. That was holding on the offense. Oh. Man, if this is a hold, then that brings them back to about a second and 32. If that is the call, 536 left to go in the game. 54 to 14 is the score right now. And let's see what what happens here. And officials are talking it over. I don't know if it's a spot of the foul flag or. Because they're coming back, coming back, coming back, all the way past where the line of scrimmage was. And all in all, 
All in all, they lose about a yard, so that brings up second and 26. To go two receiver, three receivers to the far side, one to the near side. Atkinson in the backfield. Alongside him is number 35, Dunson. He takes the snaps, going to give it to Dunson around the left side for a sweep. He busts it upfield, and he gets five yards finally before he's taken down by Hunter Robertson. Yeah, great job by the defense right there. There's about three of them that had to bring him down, but they all three wrapped up on him. That's right. That's right. There's five minutes left to go. In the fourth quarter, and the Wolves down 54-14, to 14, but now the Lynette Panthers are facing a third and 35, so, or third and 25, sorry. It's wrong on the board. Three receivers to the far side, one to the near. Atkinson, he takes a snap, and he's going to give it to his running back, who's going to get probably six yards, and that looked like it was number 33, Mr. Dyer, who normally winds up at receiver, but it looks like they're running him at tailback a little bit. It's going to bring up a fourth down, and I blink right here. Something tells me they're fixing to go for this. Yeah, I think they are. I think they are. Excuse me, that was number... Well, both of those guys are listed as receivers, 32 and 33. But, but you got 40. They're at the 46-yard line with a fourth and 13. So, yeah, I imagine they'll go for it here. All right, Comer score update, 36-25. to 25. Comer's way, 129 left to go in the third quarter. So they might be pulling away from that one, but it seems like Lynette just keeps, I mean, Lafette keeps hanging around on that one. Yeah, this would be a good good little win for Comer if they're able right. to hold on. A little bounce back from yeah. and the Lynette, game last week. Well, they almost beat the Lynette Panthers. That they did. Heartbreaking losses. They're going to call a timeout on the field, Lynette is. We're going to take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Dr. Jared Spear in studio from Childersburg Primary Care. Dr. Spear, M-Sculpt is the way to go when it comes to strengthening muscles either in your core, your buttocks, your arms, your calves, your thighs. For those people who might not regularly be able to do so, tell us about it. Yeah, so M-Sculpt is this great new technology we have at the office that, as you said, it can build uh, defined sculpt muscles in any of those targeted areas, whether it's abs, uh, buttocks, thighs, arms, can hit in that biceps, triceps area. Whatever area you're trying to get a little more muscle and definition, we can help you with. And this is for men and women. Absolutely, men and women both benefit from this. It's an incredible service to your body to help create that wellness factor and of course, cosmetic as of well. Course. You look better, feel better. 100%. Childersburg Primary Care in Childersburg. Online at ChildersburgClinic.com. With you. This is the fourth quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. Presented by Coos Pine Federal Credit Union. I got Jacob Bassett here with us. And uh, it looks like Lynette's actually pulling the punt team out onto the field. It's going to be a high snap. And it's going to be, that's actually a pretty good punt by somebody that doesn't normally punt, but it's going to go into the goal line for a touchback. And Zeke was wise to let that one bounce. And that was a decent punt by Anto- Al- Al- Antio Cheeks. And, uh, we, we do apologize if we mispronounce any of these names. Yeah, we do apologize. I'm doing the best I can here, but um, 
you know, I like unique names. You don't have the same old everyday names. I like going with something unique, and uh, that that's just my personal opinion. I know everybody don't agree with that, but I, I like unique names. Uh, something that you don't hear every day, you know, sets you apart from everyone else. Yeah. But less than four minutes to go. Wolves got the ball down 54-14. to 14. You got to think they're just going to try to run the ball and uh, and get out of this one before it gets any worse. Yeah, you don't have anybody hurt right now. It's, it's, it's not time to take a chance. Agree, Jacob. Two receivers to the far, one to the near. Shotgun trio. Deloach takes the snap. He drops back to pass. He steps up. He fires one to the right side of the field. Deloach is wide open. Faces at the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Touchdown, Wolf. Open. He snuck right by the defender, and he got in the end zone for that one. Yeah. What a play. The smallest fan right here to my right. I bought that, I bought that cowbell for her last night. She <laughs> finally had an opportunity to use it. Yeah, we got done with the coaches show, and I was in Walmart against some stuff. Jacob was in Walmart. I looked at him, and we felt like Spider-Man on the Spider-Man meme on the cartoon, you know. As the loach gets it, Levi Holt kicks it. It's through the uprights. It's good. So with 3.24 left to go in the game, Beville 21, Lynette 54. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with more action. Ever wonder why your friends are all members of Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union? It's the low auto loan rates, great checking accounts, and digital services with no fees. But most of all, it's the people helping people philosophy of caring for its members and communities. That's why Coosa Pines was voted best Credit Union, Best Auto Loan, and Best Financial Planning in the Coosa Valley for 2021. And why we say Coosa Pines is where you belong. Find Coosa Pines FCU on Facebook. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. Alongside Jacob Bassett. Jacob, we seen the Wolves only score seven in the first half. They scored 14 in the second half, and they're still down by a lot, but you're building some confidence here against these second and third string guys as Levi's getting his guys in position, ready to boot this one deep as we're less than four minutes to go to the end of this one. And he runs up, he boots that one. That's a short one. That's going to be filled in his fumble! Lynette, you're probably just going to run this one a few times to try to get out of here without having any injuries. Well, let me go ahead and say before we come to a close tonight, with tonight being military appreciation night, it is great to see people wearing their red, white, and blue. The Whoever painted the field used to be Jeff Scott. I don't know who does it now. Did the American flag FW logo on the field. i tell you what, it's great. And I want to say thank you to all the troops that have and used to fight for our country, you know, the ones that's retired and yep. going on. And the old ones. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, give yeah, give thanks to those guys, you know, and 
it, it takes a brave person to sign up and go do what they do, man. So shout out to those guys. Three receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Axton sends a man in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep around the right side. He's got some open field. That's going to be about a four-yard gain. And that was Trammell on the carry around the right side. He got out of bounds, and I think they're just going to let this clock run, though, Jacob. Is there? It's ticking under three minutes to go here. And, I'll tell you what, though, I like these jerseys we wore tonight with that kind of ghosted American flag behind the number on the back of the jersey. It's a yeah. pretty nice little jersey. I like it, too, man. I think it looks nice. One receiver to the near side, three to the far. Axon with a long back in the backfield. He's going to give it off to Dun- Dunson, who's going to get about a yard. And also, we'll score update 205 left to go in the third quarter. Comer still leads Lynette 35 to 26. Man, they're in a battle there. Maybe they can pull that one out after that loss that they took last week. And third and five here for Lynette. Three receivers to the far side, one to the near side. Atkinson in the backfield. Dunham. Is it back there with him? Looking around kind of confused as two minutes ticks under the clock. They get in formation. And it looks like they're going to let this clock run some more. Now he calls for the ball. Takes a snap. Gives to Dunham. And Dunham's going to be taking that down for about a three or four yard loss. Bringing up fourth down. And they'll probably let this one tick on down about one second of punt if I had to guess. And don't forget, we're going to be back right here next week. Oh, yeah. Vincent is homecoming here in Fayetteville. Yep, same time, same place. Tune in to RadioAlabamaSports.net to the Fayetteville Sports Network. At a 6.30, we'll go pregame, and then at 7, we'll kick off the action. And we're hoping for a better outcome next week than we had this past week. It'll be another opponent wearing black and gold. You know, there's a lot of black and gold in our region. There really is a lot of black. Fayetteville needs to change up and change their colors a little bit. I think these jerseys are reversible if I saw earlier. And they're going to run a little pink jersey. <laughs> hey, they, they might did do it. last year. Yeah, they sure did. So we'll see. Is that going to be a timeout or one minute to go exactly? It looks like Lynette called a timeout. Why, well, I don't know. With they the get their punt team ready, I reckon. You hear the, the fans saying the same thing, just kick the ball. Why, why call a timeout? Yeah, they're just doing it to get under these folks' skins. <laughs> I mean, and I guess it's working because they ain't liking it. And I'm not sure what's going on. It looks like they called a timeout. 54 to 21. Looks like it's going to be your final minute nine to go. Unless Fayetteville can get this football and. They managed to do something. They do have two timeouts left. You think Coach will try to run one of those gimmick plays just for just for the fun of it? He probably will, but... Uh, uh, mm. I wouldn't, though. If it was me, I'd try to get out of here without an injury. Just because you lost this one don't mean you don't have a chance to uh, still sneak into the playoffs or get into the playoffs. It's still wide open. You're still going to have a winning record at this game, so, you you know, you still take positives away from this one. So it looks like we got Pacey and Zeke back to return this one. 
And it's going to be a short punt that's going to be fielded by Deloach at the 30. He brings around the right side of the field at the 40. Lost the ball, grabbed it again, and he's taken down about the 41. Uh, great awareness by Deloach right there. He knew the ball was fixing to leave his hands, and he stayed with it and held on to it. And It's going to be fatal football. That he did. 56 seconds left to go in the game. They're down 33. And so I think you just take a knee and get out of this one, man. Yeah. But I don't think John Limbaugh is going to do that. Like we like we always say, we never know what goes on under that visor. Yeah, he is the mad visor. And is he going to call a timeout? I don't like that call, but Limbaugh is going to take a timeout. We'll take one with him. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Cush Pines Federal Credit Union. Cusa Valley Auto Sales is looking to buy your car. We would like to buy your trade, whether you buy a car from us or not. We're offering top dollar on trades today. Visit Cusa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama, 35184 Highway 280. Open from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, or 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays. Whether you're a contractor or a DIY home improver, Van Zandt Hardware and Supply has what you need. From paint, pipes, and tools, and they're a yellow wood distributor as well. Plus, they have professional advice if you need it. Go to Van Zandt Hardware and Supply on Highway 280 in Oak Grove, where perfection for the customer isn't a privilege, it's a standard. Backups in there, but uh, before we get to that, score update for Comer and Lafette. Comer's got a 43 to 25 lead just going into the fourth quarter. Gonna take the snap, it's gonna be an end around, and whoo, he took a lick. Now, his first carry at quarterback, Cameron Hammonds took a shot at the 44. Looked like a pretty clean hit, though, so good no call. Tell you what, he's Referees have been busy tonight, a little sketchy after the play and trying to, you know, keep keep the peace. You know, not yeah. a bad job by the officials for the most part. Yep. Yes, there have been a few questionable calls, but I think they've done a great all job. All in all, I think they've done a pretty good job. I know I couldn't do that well. And I'd like to say, you know, John A. Rant, uh, Beethoven Romero, and Brandon Turner, our chain crew, has been pretty busy. They sure are. Two receivers to the near side. None to the far side. Shotgun through trio. Cameron Hammonds takes the snap, fumbles it, grabs the ball, running around. There's a flag, but I don't think, well, they're going to stop the clock with three seconds as there was a flag. And this may be an untimed down. Just time to pick that flag up, put it back in your pocket. Yep. And head to the house. I would say I had to agree with that one. <laughs> we have one fan say he's so sick of this, he's just leaving. You know, a lot goes into these football games, and somebody I saw before the game, I don't know if you saw him, but uh, a fan favorite around here in Fayetteville, Jeff Scott. Parking yeah, cars. I, I seen him. He was parking cars and all that, man. And they're going to they're gonna end the game here. The finals, Lynette Panthers 54, Fayetteville Wolves 21. And uh, they're just ready to get out of this one, and so are we. So you're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. 
You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm agent Albie Steers in Silicaga. Online at albiesteers.net. game when the ball was kicked off you know we get down on the one yard line try to punch it in they, they say we didn't get in I think that was a, a sign of defeat for the Wolves they let that get them down yep. and just never fully recovered from yeah it. I don't think that after that they didn't think they had a chance in the game they got behind and just they let things get away from them and, and that's what'll happen you get down on yourself and then other team can sense that and they'll come and, and do what they did this evening which is uh run away with it and uh, 54 to 21 final score. What do the Wolves got to do next week to bounce back? They play Vincent here, same place, same time, 6:32 in a post or pregame show at seven. The action will kick off. They're hoping for a better outcome. What do they got to do to get that better outcome? Shake this one off first of all. Forget this weekend, this game ever happened. Yep. You know, yes, you play Lynette. It's going to show on the on the schedule as your first loss, but you got to shake it off, brush it off. Move forward, have a hard week of practice, get ready to come win. It's going to be a homecoming crowd next week. I think for the for most of our Fayetteville Wolves last year is still fresh on their minds, and I think we can bounce back and get them. Yeah, I think they're going to be wanting to prove themselves that this loss they're going to come out next week. And I think after a beating like this, Limbaugh is going to have them ready and – so is uh, Mark Reed on defense, guys on offense, special teams coach. I think they come out here probably and put a whipping on Vincent next week because they're going to be mad and they're going to be hungry. Yeah. Um, last year was, you know, last year against Vincent, the game could have went either way. It was one of those close games we played yep. last year. So was Woodland. We beat Woodland. We beat Horseshoe Bend. This game didn't happen tonight, so let's go next week and let's beat the Vincent Yellow Jackets. Yep, I think they can go out and get it done. Same time, same place. Again, 6.30 for pregame show, 7 for the action to kick off. But um, that's all she wrote on this one. Blake Bagley and Jacob Bassett with the call. I think we're going to get out of here and go home. And uh, I want to try to get some sleep, man, and big day of football tomorrow. But, uh just uh, thank you all for tuning in and uh, for supporting the Federal Wolves. We'll, we'll uh, see you on the radio next week, as uh, Lee would like to say. Everybody have a great night. Be safe out there and have a safe weekend. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week. And don't forget the Coach Limbaugh Show, Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Oh, I forgot about I was about, to clo- I was about to close it out without saying that. Again, 
Childersburg with a beatdown. Comer looks like they ran away with that one. And Sylacauga, I'm not sure about, but you can tune in to, I don't, I'm not sure what their station is. It used to be Mix 1065, but. It's 98.3 Fox Sports Radio. 98.3, okay, yeah. Tune in to them and you can get their score more than likely. Jeremy and them are still on the call, but, uh, you listen to the Federal Football Game of the Week. This is the post-game show on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosh Pines Federal Credit Union. Everybody have a safe and great weekend and uh, War Eagle. War Eagle. You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm agent Albie Steers is there for you.